listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Come on, this is for my niggas on the corner, the boys on the block steady moving at work. All through the community, you need a fundraiser. The boys will come through and even slang at the church in the kitchen all day long over the stove. Yep, serving them friends, cook steady cooking them O's to the smell, get all in their clothes, keep the niggas heavy in the streets, and they fuck the fattest of hoes. See the friends signed up trying to get that fixed. Anytime, day or night, they'll scratch that itch. How you run into your man's like this, that shit. Yeah, their paper stay long and their money is thick. I know a lot of niggas gonna have to run this back like, damn, Tay, when the fuck you start promoting crack i ain't saying this as bad as it seems i'm just shouting out my niggas down at krispy kreme to holler back what hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen that's right krispy kreme will always be these streets nigga it should, i love some krispy kreme dunkin donut fuck them little debbie fuck them uh yeah we're back for uh a feedback show mm-hmm. uh it is a saturday yes it is which means of course it's feedback time uh if you're in live in the chat right now you're witnessing karen in her full hd glory i know i got an hd camera this camera all fancy y'all when i turned it on two lights like lit up on the side and like started illuminating on me and shit i didn't know what was happening over here that's right we uh stepped it up to 1080p for karen i know all hd in your face i just thought it was your computer i was like why does karen always look fuzzy on my screen but uh she the white man just wasn't letting it was massaging a while i was just not letting her shine as the black man i i wanted to had a better camera but uh now she's uh she's all the way here so yes hd glory uh so yeah man we uh, appreciate y'all uh if you're listening to this uh you can find the show on itunes and stitcher if you if you're somehow in somebody's car or whatever it's called the blackout test leave us five star reviews uh and we will read them on the show as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh today is a feedback show so it's when we talk about all the things that you guys had to say about the things that we had to say about the things that you had to say it, it it's all meta and shit like that okay it gets deep it's gonna get deep around here real deep uh but uh yeah we're all gonna stick together and we're gonna get through it together uh of course uh we have to start with shout outs to the people who actually sent us money mm-hmm. it's been since the 10th of june since we've done one of these which means it's basically been two weeks so i don't know if this is gonna be extra long or not to be honest mm-hmm. i haven't even the client might have to go two rounds i haven't amassed all the feedback uh, yet but yeah. let's give a shout out uh choir play them in i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day new money let's give these shout outs uh we got autumn w recurring donator thank you autumn thank you baby uh we also got celeste m recurring donator thank you very much Mm -hmm. celeste uh we got uh kyle k recurring donator thank you kyle thank you baby we got a recurring donation from joy m thank you joy tyvon s recurring donator that's new mm-hmm. uh, no Tyvon been around been around okay. my brother Rodney recurring donator hey, thank baby. you uh, Damian Jackson Ooh, I, I am for real recurring donator Design T recurring donator thank you Design thank you Alfonso M recurring donator thank you Alfonso mm-hmm. 
tiffany b recurring donator thank you tiff yes we got a recurring donation from kelly c uh jane m recurring donator shirley wong we saw her in dc we did at brunch uh aisha uh b recurring donator thank you thank you uh lisa d recurring donator thank you lisa uh we got elizabeth m recurring donator thank you elizabeth tanya s recurring donator Ooh, a lot of recurring dana w recurring donator we got uh rosalie v recurring donator we got oh ray ray sonny you guys know her uh right on the president show Mm -hmm. uh samuel h recurring donator thank you sam uh wonga my man all the way from australia who blessed us with so many gifts and items we can't even keep up with them uh we see him in dc yeah we saw him in dc nacelle uh w recurring donator thank you she's brand new Mm -hmm. go to the new members class conrad yeah go ahead and show it away uh uh, alexis h recurring donator Corey a recurring donator thank you Corey. brianna f recurring donator thank you brianna thank you baby tabitha m recurring donator hey tabitha Hey, April G recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Conrad, of course, the official first time recurring donator of the show. That's what I'm talking about, Leader y'all. of the new members class. Con- yes. uh, Christopher D, Chris in Hawaii recurring donator. Hey, baby. Calfani G recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Brina H recurring donator. Hey, Brina. Gregory S recurring donator. Greg. Renita N recurring donator. Hey, baby. David S recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Film Press Comics recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Ricky A pretty ricky what to call him yes uh, they do recurring donator anthony van d recurring donator that's not an old man name deborah f recurring donator hey baby uh girl olivia in chicago recurring donator mm-hmm. renate m recurring donator hey sweetie pete b recurring donator oh that's a rapper's name bomani jones man who just finished his last week on highly questionable i know congratulations but i hate to see you leave but i am looking forward to what you get ready to do baby yeah i definitely teared up during that little montage uh at the end but it was a lot i was it like was oh especially with him and poppy man yeah. come on that's a special relationship i'm gonna miss that whole crew man i'm gonna keep watching the show and everything but i'm gonna miss that they had something special there yes they did uh nicholas z recurring donator thank you nick thank you rita macy recurring donator mm-hmm. monica b recurring donator nidra d recurring donator she's brand new yes, go to the new members new. class annie p recurring donator and that's it wow that's every wow that was a lot so much better when you smile you look so much better when you you look so much better when you hey you look so much better when you you look so much better when you hey you look so much better when you hey you look so much better when you all right all right all right we played the whole damn song all right we thank you for the people that was donating to the church while me and uh pastor was on revival we went up to dc for revival just spreading the word we were spreading the word out there y'all each one teach one uh all right let's get into um the five star reviews you guys left us because you guys did leave uh some five star reviews over the last couple weeks um mm-hmm. 
if itunes ever wants to open back up oh uh, shit I'm open to reading you iTunes if uh ah, we depended on your iTunes, come yeah, on. What the hell just happened? It was working fine oh. and then it just decided fuck everybody. Well then why you over there dig with iTunes? For those of you that wanna leave us a five star review, you can. It's absolutely positively free. Um if you live outside of the continental United States, this does include Canada and Mexico, you have to let us know because we don't automatically get those reviews so we want to tell you thank you everybody has left one and thank you to everybody that's going to leave one and uh we're just excited well i know i am right now yeah i'm about to close itunes and try to open it up again because yeah itunes is is fucking hating right now y'all uh but we did get a lot of them um so that's good when uh whenever we do eventually get those up again that'll be <laughs> we'll nice let you know did we get any on stitcher uh we did get some on stitcher Woo! uh we got like two on stitcher uh all right i'm gonna try reopening itunes one more time there we go yeah stitcher's a little bit harder to leave reviews on stitcher so for those of you while you pulling it up for those of you that want to leave us a review on stitcher just google uh, uh the black guy who tips uh five star reviews on stitcher and it actually take you directly to the page and up in the top left hand corner you'll see stars you click on the stars and you're able to to uh, leave a comment there the thing about stitcher if you have left us a review on stitcher and you have not seen it please check your junk email because stitcher actually sends a confirmation email once you confirm your email stitcher will go through the process about another day or two later and sometimes four or five or no a day or two later and they're posted on our site if you have an ios device and you leave comments straight through your ios device we do not see those because those don't go on the five star page all right it's up Whew, and it's a lot. Woo-hoo, uh, I'm ready. All right. Karen is geeked up. Let's I go. I am all the love. I'm happy. Uh, I feel renewed and refreshed at the Negro Con. I do too. I cannot explain. I, yeah. Uh, hilarious. Five stars by Spiky Cloud. It says, I can always count on Ryder Karen to brighten my day. Keep up the great work. We will. We will. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Poo Poo in my pants says, Five of them things. Five stars. Five of them things what up y'all i haven't reviewed in a while but i thought i'd do my part once again and give out five of them things to the best podcasting duo in the game one love riding karen uh weinick says i wish five stars i can make every last person i know sit down and listen to the empowered angels until they get it also every episode but especially that one keep up keep it up andy thanks andy thank you baby uh fan for life love it 42 says love this couple in this show they cover important topics and have serious conversations on race and lgbtq issues all while managing to squeeze in some laughs after listening to the first time i haven't missed a show since wow thank you thank you baby we appreciate you we do so much awesome and this is by change 260 said uh, who says i have been a listener and fan of Ryder karen's ever since i was introduced to the podcast through the morning jones you owe it to yourself to listen if you want a couple of hours of entertainment and thoughtful commentary on any of today's topics they've grown this podcast over the years and it's been a pleasure to grow as a fellow human being right along with them they have also introduced me to other podcasts and helped me gain new friends through their podcast that i would not have been able to otherwise thank you for being awesome thank you thank you kenny jack says every weekend five stars every weekend i catch up on the show and it's flames karen's monologues about black women speak to my heart as a black woman and a single mom it's encouraging to know someone understands kenny jacks oh you're welcome baby being a single parent ain't no joke 
yeah shit both parents is hard right uh tvgwt rocks j scott 88 says an awesome and insightful podcast with each episode i learn a little more about the world i learn a little bit more about myself keep up the excellent work that's Thank dope you. i like when uh people say they learning man mm-hmm. i used to kind of shy away from that but hey we learning y'all we all the podcast is is us sharing what we think and y'all watching us change over I the know, years change and grow and evolve and you know try our best to be better human beings yeah i mean if anybody observes anyone for a long period of time you would hope that you would be better five years later than you were five years in the past i mean i think that's everybody i hope so if not just check your life yeah i wish i had five more stars doc octagon says this is a 10 star podcast and itunes simply doesn't have enough stars to rate it Ah! rod is low-key one of the current most brilliant comedic minds podcasting or otherwise oh thank you furthermore sign up for premium content and listen to some of the most insightful takes on your favorite movies and shows and you didn't even know you were missing dude should be writing scripts but instead he out here giving you free content karen is always on time with her thoughts plus her pun game has recently gotten ridiculous her her voice is like a warm hug and will instantly up to lift your day truly these two are a dynamic duo and you're playing yourself if you don't have them in heavy rotation like i have for three years now stop side-eyeing me aunt karen (laughs) yeah you left a five-star review you won't be getting side-eyed no more Mm -mm. now you can fold your arms and judge everybody else for not putting in the collection plate norris josh says great show karen is always saying something that cracks me up keep up the good work thank you uh case up uh, it looked like case super with a three for the e says best podcast five stars and the um messages best podcast thank you see it ain't got to be long y'all mm-hmm. it ain't got to be long you can do put a smiley face emoji we don't care simply the best five stars by am love this is by far my favorite podcast karen and rod don't just entertain you but they keep you informed and make you feel like friends all at the same time thank you thank you you need karen and rod in your life five stars by tanya 3000 they are my friends in my head they help me make it through work and life in a predominantly white pacific northwest by being one of the connection my connections with blackness they are smart hilarious and so full of insight if you're not listening you're missing out this is the kind of conversation you want to be part of they go in and aren't going to sugarcoat anything join the new members class join the choir and don't forget to put something in the collection plate am i good now karen don't hurt me ha <laughs> ha <laughs> you good baby I, i'm across you off the list threat these people feel threatened <laughs> greatest podcast of all time craig all time uh glasses mcgee says the this review has been long overdue every saturday queen karen first lady of the united church of them niggas that tip uh employs the congregation to get right with god and leave a review five stars only player because it's just that good today i'm glad to say i've been delivered <laughs> yes we've been set free but, uh-huh. right. but for serious this show is simply amazing ride a can of smart insightful funny as i get out and demonstrate a desire to grow and learn that's truly inspiring thank you thank you hit ron up says my go-to podcast five stars love the show they are a national treasure Woo-hoo. thank you thank you we try to be mm-hmm. the goat says miss the goat five stars says miss me 82 i've said it before and i'll say it again Ryder karen are the pod father and pod mother of the game they definitely the hardest working podcast out here giving you five regular episodes a week plus if you're premium 
uh premium member they hit you off with at least two more shows if you weren't doing the math that's at least seven shows a week with each show averaging at two hours i'm tired just thinking about it and every episode will have you literally laughing out loud and nodding your head up to their insightful commentary on everything from social equality issues to sore ratchetness i i fresh uh i'm fresh for their live show so i'm standing for the blackout tips uh like i said you're the greatest of all time oh, oh thank you baby and the live show was lit it was fun y'all mm-hmm. love the time long time listen to five star review by v-dubs the fox i'm long overdue for posting a review but i couldn't wait a second longer i've been listening to blackout test for six years and have watched this amazing duo grow and get better and better with each episode the community the blackout tips has created both online and in real life has been warm constant in my life as i've traveled from coast to coast with this podcast playing in my ear no matter where i go if i throw the blackout tips on it always feels like home to take it a step further the premium content is amazing from balls deep sports to the nerd off you are never left wanting for a new show and they don't disappoint oh thank you yeah and six years thank you for coming through hanging around a long time the king and queen of podcasting by amani h44 who says the best just keeps getting better had to update my review since it's been a few years there's some podcasts where some podcasts may fall off after a while the blackout test is better smarter and funnier than when i first started listening karen has the voice of an angel but you better not play with the queen because she will spit that reel in a minute and rye is the t'challa of these podcast streets the blackout tips nation uh feels like a family because of the warmth love and care they put into everything they do the show will make you laugh as much as it makes you think and it challenges you to be a better person not for guilt or shame but just because it's right and it feels better to grow they're my play cousins in my head and they're that's only stronger after negro con subscribe now then go premium because you want to be in on this fun thank you thank you man uh dj tfmk um says you can't cancel hulu five stars if you were worried about where i've been or who i saw or what club i went to with my homies baby don't worry because you know that you got me and they'll have you too if you (laughs) if you give this show a try the blackout tips what you want from a podcast it will be funny it will have moments that make you think it will be in your feed when it's supposed to be ha <laughs> it's it's <laughs> oh man i just as a podcast listener oh i know the struggle and me too well you just when you rooting harder for the podcast than the people that make the podcast you like, like come on come on please, now baby it's come on. it's been three weeks what right. y'all what y'all doing what y'all I mean, what y'all doing i mean i know life in the way i mean but god damn it I'm, i've been waiting now. right you couldn't find an hour you couldn't find a couple I, minutes I to mean, talk i mean give me 15 minutes right. i ain't even gotta take a full episode cricket cricket uh speed full of uh i mean feed full of uh spider webs just full of spider webs i know you honey you you be refreshing like shit they still ain't putting right out yet. they need to just release audio or just crickets chirping because it's nothing popping up in your feed mm. i know that feeling and that's yeah. why we try to strive to uh stay on our schedule and I, stay consistent especially if they're one of your favorites because a lot of people that uh actually produce don't aren't heavy podcast listeners say they don't understand like as an audience member you actually are like come on and it's one of those things because i'm a listener once people once a podcast falls out of your rotation it is a rarity that it gets back in because it's it's like tv right now it's so much good shit that it's hard to make it back even if they come back you and i ain't i don't know now because you might leave me again like a deadbeat daddy Mm -hmm. um 
all right so yeah but back to this um uh wait what did i how did i lose my spot mm-hmm. god damn it oh yeah if something goes wrong they won't sleep until it gets fixed well that's true too yeah i, I can yeah. attest to the sleepless nights yeah. behind trying to fix shit with the site and all yeah, this yeah, stuff so shout out to the it guy over there they also had the best recaps in the game so i said it in the title cancel hulu and just go ahead and get all the premium shows too <laughs> uh love you got love it love the love you give us five, from future phd who gives us five stars of course so i wouldn't be reading it i miss you guys yet i'm glad that negro con was all that and lays potato chips oh you took it back all that in a bag of chips hashtag need to go to dc next year for sure um yeah and uh yeah we it, it did go off good man I, i'm assuming we'll probably talk about it somewhere here yeah, uh, today. I, yeah. If you if you listening and you go, I don't know what nigga con. You gonna have to wait through all this. We gonna make you suffer. You gotta wait through all the feedback. We know this ain't of- no suffering. Mm-hmm. This is y'all welcome for this extra content. Cause I, you know, I already talked to Justin about Negro Con, but we'll talk about it again here uh at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. me and you ain't talked about it, cause we know a lot of y'all niggas be skipping over this episode. We gonna make you listen. Mm-hmm. Day in and day out. Uh, by Queen Owns Twenty One says thank you both for everything that you do keeping me sane in the crazy 24-hour news cycle that continues to point at the people of color gay and transgender as a source of evil in the world keep up all the amazing work you are deeply valued ps karen i love your laugh thank you uh yep and i feel you because we do uh they do try to find a way to blame all everybody but the people that voted for trump for all the problems with the world come on all the commutes by five uh, fuse, fuse box five five stars karen and rod keep me entertained every day on my commute they keep me updated on everything from news to sports to entertainment and always with a comedic twist they also have introduced me to comedians like jl covan who are turning out uh exceptional work every day try it thank you mm-hmm. that was a lot of reviews Woo-hoo! i'm so proud of y'all and i'm so happy me too thank you thank right. you for those people who let their conscience get them and was like i know i've been eating for free mm-hmm. now you can come on over here your name is officially crossed off of the list mm-hmm. you can now you can officially join the choir you can sing the usher boy you know there's no restrictions to what you can do now and now you can judge these other people just freeloading mm-hmm. uh we got a couple on uh stitcher miss me says uh five stars whole bunch of exclamation points for the title it says if you're not subscribed please get your life together and do that now tbgwt is everything tara says five stars congrats on negro con i love riding karen because they come with the real real insight real humor real integrity i learned so much from their stories and topics that they review because they take the time to dig deeper and come correct amazing podcasts thank you that's all the five star reviews and we appreciate y'all every single one of them thank you y'all let's get into these comments on the website every episode we post a a new post and you can like listen straight from the blackoutters.com but you can also comment there and we read the comments on the air we do we had our feedback episode which was 1463 don't bootleg black panther that was after the black panther trailer came out right amani says all i heard on my 47th rewatch of the black panther trailer was Kamiya at every scene marvel just stunting on us like i got niggas i got niggas i got niggas hey look at god all that beautiful blackness all those black women getting busy with the hand cannons kicking ass karen got eight months to learn how to fight with the staff and you in there come on i get my red dress and heels gotta get tall i'm kind of short 
look at the colors that's flawless glistening perfection just the physical energy in those shots too my nigga coogler coming through but he should stick to doing indie films right right, right. that white woman was the, that was one of the worst arguments i've ever seen from a quote-unquote ally god i'm ready for this shit where's the blackout tip screening i'll fucking come to charlotte for this shit shout out to all my real wakandans we did it we did do it uh they did it c6 says my cousin is friends with ryan coogler from film school and he's been a co-editor of all of ryan's films releases fruitvale station creed and now black panther so i'm doubly excited for this movie i do feel a little weird because my cousin is white and part of me feels like he took a job that could have went to an up-and-coming minority editor regardless i'm proud of my <laughs> wait, wait wait hold up hold up how you gonna shout your cousin out and then in the next sentence be like but he took the job from the black man that's a that's, like, i love you that's the only reason why i care right uh honky anyway uh <laughs> regardless i'm proud of my cousin for being part of kugler's team and helping to create such great movies that's hilarious though <laughs> yeah, i appreciate all the work you did to help ryan kugler and and, and uh, to come up and with him and everything but you need to give your job to a black man in this movie fuck that shit i know he's with a fro in the power fist in the background right uh jawan allen says am i seeing that panther i'm buying two ticks every time i see it even if my movie girlfriend doesn't want to go i hear you real dark knight says i don't see what the big deal is about this black panther movie i mean it's just another comic book movie like the others i don't think this is any more important than the other movies sorry y'all i'm lying my ass off i'm gonna be ah! marching up to the, the movie theater like i'm in the fam you marching band <laughs> i'm one who doesn't uh like people talking in theaters but we gonna have a good time opening weekend you heard fuck that dumb shit it's gonna be wakanda out there in white Lanta that weekend yeah i don't even know what to say because uh i'm gonna know i'm gonna have to see it more than once because niggas gonna talk through that opening screening and you know i'm going to the opening night Mm-hmm. so i already know i'm gonna miss half the jokes everything ah! niggas about to be like, oh shit go on to y'all and all that shit and that's what i go for yeah. i'm gonna I'm go see um i'm gonna go see girls trip opening night too for the same reason um are you going to see black panther yes or no 97 percent of artists says yes and one person said uh three percent said no not even one person it's two people uh it's probably two white people that know they shouldn't be a you know you guys can't go arian says to the trolls who said they weren't going to see black panther get your entire life together and be a greater hoe and not a hater hoe shout out <laughs> shout, shout out to crown and collards <laughs> be a greater hoe mm-hmm. uh we had episode 1465 unleash the music uh we talked about taylor <laughs> swift unleashing uh, that that free music the same day katie perry put her album out uh, the shade the shade chuck spears says that audience on real time ain't shit you can't laugh at that offense then applaud the rebuttal so irritating yeah uh yeah was this the one where we talked where we played the clip of ice cube talking uh i can't remember this had happened yet or not i don't know but we may have yeah it wasn't it wasn't it was just bill maher that we played the clip of him talking i'm a house nigga (laughs) oh it's just a joke anyway uh d ramsey ph dunn says prince queen prince rod and queen karen still have me high on the black panther teaser 100 on the texas deputy and her husband 
yeah mm-hmm. and says rod the scary part about the article on the black military is that there are many white military officers who are white supremacists nazi alt-right etc i wouldn't be surprised if some of the unfair treatment is a result of high-ranking officers with racist views right ain't that the way justin says dear rod and karen i'm conflicted regarding bill Maher. I've enjoyed watching the show over the years, and I think he makes valid points at times, especially with politics and the Democrats. However, I was offended by his use of the N-word and felt that his apology was weak and dismissive, as you all discussed. Do I just drop watching the show, Cold Turkey? You know what, Justin? I'm going to do you the favor of not answering that. It's not up to me. It's up to you. What can you take, and what do you feel like dealing with? I'm not a boycott person. I just Sometimes I just get sick. I start watching Bill Maher a few years ago because i was just like it is one he's not really providing anything that i can't get elsewhere there was a time when i think his format and the the raw way that they talked i felt like i can only get get that um from bill maher on hbo now with the advent of podcasts youtube Mm -hmm. social media right um cable news changing right it's format yeah i just don't you know cable comedy news like we just there's so it's so much competition for my ear and my eyes and my attention at this point i can't i i can't just say well it's because bill maher provides something that i'm not getting elsewhere the other part of it is um i never thought he was that funny i never thought he was i always just thought the format of his show was good mm-hmm. that format's done to death now yep and other people do it better yeah so uh i'd be lying to say like that i i'm not even in the same boat of to ask if i think you should give him up that's meaningless yeah that what do you think you should do right and it's your choice and also like i said it's more variety out there it's people that not trying funny are more educated and more savvy in what they're doing and actually present it in a much better format it's ultimately up to you but i know for us when stuff isn't fun anymore or enjoyable we'll just leave but we know everybody don't function like that yeah i mean like i said i don't have any um negative things to say um to to, i to me i wasn't shocked i don't even think this was so egregious in the um in the light of it i always and i've said this from day one i'm sticking to it i just found the defense of the dude to be the part that was egregious right him like i don't him saying some racist bullshit as a joke he's done that a lot of times Mm -hmm. so it's weird that people pick this time to me is to me a lot of people almost seem like hypocrites to have waited through so much of his muck and mire and then to go now he's talking about me and i'm done you know i mean i guess that's just that i I don't expect people to be better than than being human and most humans only care when it happens to them but correct that's that's what this feels like black people that were like i was okay with him but then this was the line that was too far for me it feels kind of like well you were okay with him making those jokes jokes about everybody but us correct you know um uh you know especially the 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 really islamophobic elements he's had and some of the misogynistic shit he said i mean it's just homophobic yeah you know in a way that's why i'm not quit boycotting the nfl because i'm just like so wait i'm supposed to only get mad when they fuck with the black dude because they've been fucking with women they've been fucking with uh lgbtq people they've been it's been terrible towards people for a long time and people just let it slide i'm not gonna do some max ex- mass exodus for for blackness on this like nah it was always 
fucked up and it was just more entertaining than it was fucked up that's it uh and the same thing with this dude's show it was more entertaining than it was fucked up for most of y'all uh for most of the people that are offended right now like you if you were offended but you were watching for years and years and years it was more entertaining than than it was fucked up for you until he made that joke and it's not like he's gonna ever make that joke again so i don't know why people would quit watching if that was their only problem i just think there's a lot more problems with that dude before you even get to that yes sir c6 says i'm a little sad this episode title wasn't tyrone watching them things it almost was Ah! i really did sit down to think about it and i almost put tyrone watching them things Alex says the argument that women are emotional and men are rigid is fucked up for a lot of reasons but one thing i thought of when it comes to this episode is it really is a misogynistic way of interpreting how much more genuine sympathy and empathy women typically have on average men are way less likely to give a shit about other people because it's not an expectation from society Mm -hmm. the bar really couldn't be lower men get praised for ignoring people's pain Mm -hmm. and it gets labeled as rationality sad thing is a lot of men do care but stay silent on issues for fear of losing status as a man in the eye of other guys right rod you are a role model for me for me by speaking up out on speaking out on misogyny and without bending or trying to spin the narrative you're making me better in ways i probably haven't even realized well first of all thank you thank you baby uh and second of all um it yeah it is weird that we it, it is not it's not weird it's it's I, I take that back it's not weird it's by design yes it is it's by design that we would everything associated with a woman is emotional irrational weak all this stuff everything associated with a man is seen as positive despite the fact that we just don't have the actual data to back that up we if anything it is the opposite of that if anything it is the opposite of that (laughs) like when it comes to propensity to violence it's men when it comes to a propensity for emotional abuse verbal abuse when it comes to a propensity to uh you know break the bonds of family things of this nature it's men that do that shit more often um and it's societal and it's systemic and it's historical um and at this point like when people say men are trash and folks get upset it's always like why would you get upset about that the brand tm men are trash Mm -hmm. whether you feel you're an exception or not right just remember that you feel you're an exception so does chris brown think he's an exception yes sir so does oj simpson thinks he's an exception no fucking man is gonna ever admit i am the trash motherfuckers are talking about so until then we trash as a fucking collective group that sucks to 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 uh that that sucks to think about but it also sucks more to live under the thumb of some trash ass niggas so um but yeah man i it's so funny because um if a woman like is in an argument and starts crying we look at her like wow this these women they so emotional but if some dude like slaps a woman we don't go that was related to emotion you know what i mean like yeah, that, we think about what did she do to make him slap her and shit like that and that's a societal thing man it's it's deep it's deeply rooted and i don't know how if what could ever solve it correct uh did the bachelorette staff know that lee garrett was racist yep and they cast him anyway or no they were surprised as us they knew 99 percent of y'all say yep they knew right bullshit yeah they knew which means one percent of y'all said they were surprised as us. Mm-mm. 
if they were surprised us then that just means they did no fucking research at all you know so i can't really co-sign that either uh we got no comments on uh episode 1465 empowered angels where we have marissa and leslie at the safety pin box we talked about a bunch of stuff we did uh that was kind of a cool episode because we ended up talking about just stuff (laughs) stuff especially i really like the conversation we had around the interview that ray did with katie perry oh update i'm glad i remember to do this i fucking uh i hate when people say they're gonna do something they don't this happens a lot with people like well i'm gonna go check that out and they don't check it out and it's like damn well what did you think you know i did go listen to the katie perry uh interview uh in its entirety on um i think it's pod save the people so i think there's not to be confused with another podcast called like pod Pod save Save america America. i think his podcast is pod save the people um and uh yeah i went and listened to the full interview and i'm gonna be honest with y'all i did not think it was that bad i think the clip that they chose to promote it was probably the worst possible clip you could you could show uh in the interview they basically explained that Katy Perry is doing some experiment where she's filming herself 24-7 around the release of her album and she's bringing people in and that day was specifically a day for people to come in and talk with her and interview her. Uh, Amanda Seals were there. Like there were black people that came in, black women that came in and talked to her and have interviews of their own. Um, so maybe those interviews when we get those we'll get a better clearer picture of Correct. some of the things uh also deray did ask some follow-up questions around this stuff um the main thing i took away from this is Katy perry seems like a ball of energy that is extremely anxious and nervous and she has fucked up and she's maybe this is why she uh is so successful is that she's very much go 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 all the fucking time when sometimes you need to sit your ass down and learn like you can't just go crash make a bunch of mistakes and then clean it up in the aftermath which seems to be her pattern so far um she seemed like the kind of person that um is eager and anxious to quote unquote make up for her mistakes but she ain't really learned what the fuck her mistakes are or why she made them mm. that's how the interview came off to me like uh and 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 for the for the record like i don't think you can nec- well you could do an adversarial interview with her if you're a deray uh you could like really challenge and go in on her the problem with all that shit is what do you want to do after that because you don't get to do two three four though you don't get to do those again like if you get Katy perry and you roast the fuck out of her for for the culture uh then you don't get that second interview with anybody else that's famous they're like no don't fucking talk to deray that nigga that nigga's crazy you know so um i don't know if uh that's his goal is to make the podcast where you get on some big names and stuff that's a pretty big get um but for the interview as far as i was concerned it got the answers to the questions i think most people were concerned with he did not stick it to her he did not go into the details of some of her stuff uh i'm not even sure how aware of the details he was with some of her like uh cultural appropriation stuff and he did ask her about the obama comment about her hair she was like oh you don't like my hair you don't like obama um but yet she felt like a fucking ball of nervous energy trying to get right like i'm gonna I'm fix this the next thing coming out of my mouth is gonna fix this problem and it's like you 
you don't even know the scope of the problem that's how bad it is um and in general she all her like plans and commitment on learning and fixing shit i don't believe it if we're being honest i was like she gonna drop this shit the second it gets a little tough the second that somebody says well you still fucking up you haven't learned the next thing you do is gonna be fucked up too i feel like she's just gonna retreat the whiteness and be like well these mo you can't please these haters and shit like that that so many white women do she sounds like she is going to do that shit um and when it's time to actually do real work nobody wanted to do that yeah and i can understand the frustration of dealing with that because it just happens over and over and over again but you know the interview came off to me more like you know they i think deray was trying to be positive um and constructive and um just like when bill maher got criticized by uh ice cube and um simone sanders like they get nervous and then they start almost like talking trying to talk their way out of it instead of listen their way out of it right and Katy perry is still there so for me it feels like she ain't learned shit Mm -mm. but that's just my opinion i y'all go listen to it for yourselves but you know the 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 interview was okay i mean he didn't sound like some super fan either i don't it didn't sound like he knew her music like that or any like you know they didn't really get to talk about the album like i was actually kind of surprised by how long they talked about activism and her shit i thought it was gonna be a lot shorter that they would talk about that and it would be mostly about promoting her album and all that shit uh they talked about her parents upbringings and how they wouldn't even let us eat certain cereals and shit like that so i don't know it's like that's the other part of this shit that i keep coming back to which is i think it's easier to go after like Katy perry because she puts herself out there and she's in entertainment and we can all be like i ain't entertained by your bullshit and you know it makes us kind of feel better to be like fuck her and all that shit but she i don't know part of me felt like she's nobody she's a non-factor in the world she's not when it comes to things that actually matter right she can't implement no laws yeah that's not that's not to say you can't like her. i just felt like there's no power in me not even fucking with her right you know what i mean like she's she just she's such a i i think when you see people on tv and you see people in that art form you see them on a stage part of us whether we admit it or not part of us goes that person must be important so even they're, if they're, they're not right? their political opinions must be important their social like all they shit must be important and that and it matters what they think and and you know and maybe it does to a lot of people if they if enough people believe it then i guess it does but part of me was just like yeah fuck it i'm gonna say part of me was like this fucking dummy that part of me was just like this like who she she's just a big ass dummy dog she just is fucking willfully ignorant and wants to just everybody get along this shit and it's just the problems are much more complicated and bigger than anything she's dealing with and she should just stay the fuck out of it and and then just make music and do your do your pop princess thing and just leave it at fucking that that that's really how i felt and honestly even her like thing of i want to get into this activism i was like just stay your ass out of it It, there's no fucking way you're gonna do a good job you don't seem to want to learn like you don't really want to talk like even when deray's asking you questions like it felt more like you were like 
i just don't want to say the wrong thing let me cut you off and change the topic it's like you don't really want to do that and that's fine everybody don't need to be some type of activist everybody don't need to be woke Mm -hmm. everybody's music doesn't need to be like this super empowering just shake your ass make white feminism jams and just leave it at that and and accept that some people are gonna fucking hate you for that right just accept it some people are gonna be like well i know your game and i don't fuck with you you're not gonna please everybody at that level and honestly that ship is sailed with black women you ain't it wouldn't matter what the fucking interview was it wouldn't matter who did the goddamn interview either motherfuckers are not gonna fuck with you forever you know so that's how i felt to me anyway so uh but i meant to update that because i do think the clip was a bit misleading but especially that when she touched his leg it was just i don't know man it felt like they put that clip out to make people go listen to it and it worked on me because i did go listen to it but now i just feel like i wish for what it was i kind of wish i hadn't listened because i just don't care about Katy perry that much i don't excuse me so i didn't listen i'm not even gonna lie yeah i, just, I was like oh we're gonna talk about her ruin no thank you yeah i just i didn't care like in hindsight i'm like well they got me you know what i mean like i actually listened to this bullshit but yeah, she's a beautiful dummy, man. Just go be a beautiful dummy and leave all that other shit to other people. Cause you, yeah, it's a lot of them out there making millions and, and and ain't bogged down with the black people shit. Yeah, just stay out of it. Right. Nobody asking Britney Spears political opinions and mm-hmm. shit. I don't know if Britney Spears is problematic or not. Why? Because right. nobody gives a fuck. Everybody just sitting around like, yep, uh, that's Britney's business and right. moving on. Um, hold on. Is is my uh okay? There it is. It's working all right uh back to back to that's a huge tangent but i'm i i it would have killed me if i would have not remembered to fucking update y'all on that shit the poll is loving day how was it uh because they were gonna celebrate it and have parades loving day sounds good to me sounds kind of weird or nah you can keep it 40 percent of y'all say nah you can keep it 31 percent says sounds kind of weird and 29 percent says sounds good to me don't get it right this kind of reminds me of how parsley iron talked about how special it was that her husband followed his colorblind heart source uh oh oh tell me i say still yes good for them for loving who they love but it does feel strange to see it presented that way yeah i don't you know what don't i'm i'm going i'm just gonna say i don't get it because i understand loving as a the i understand the idea of uh and maybe it's just because their last name literally was loving but the idea of being like hey let's celebrate love for interracial people and all people on this one day but it's like nigga we got valentine's already i don't you know this special uh, interracial love thing is feels kind of fetishy for some folks mm-hmm. um are we celebrating this when it's not a white person involved when it's like a a asian person and a uh you know native american person are we still celebrating Come like on, other groups like it's just it just felt like i don't know it just felt weird and i and it felt so so white that right because as a black person you know i ain't never heard of that shit my whole life till this year you know i'm sure most black people are like in a situation where oh, they're y'all like having a parade? what the fuck is this why why are y'all having a parade today what's happening oh why it's they shut day. the streets down why why i gotta go uh you know 18 miles right out of my way today or why i got that subway in the town for what loving who who who's loving what happened kevin love what happened that's exactly how them responses were. so yeah it feel real white 
pia says hey y'all love the new drawing it's so cute and it's for episode 1466 nobody gets canceled where we had bossy ick beyond and we talked about all kinds of great stuff um and i used one of the submissions for the new logo from simeon uh uh i used it for the show art i'm not saying it's the official new logo we are still fielding logos Mm -hmm. and what we want to do is um you know select one or however many from those people and if we decide to use it we'll we'll hit you up and maybe see if we can compensate you in some way maybe mm-hmm. give people like a year free premium maybe uh you know uh, hit your paypal i don't know but uh we'll figure it out um and uh so yeah if you want to keep submitting uh because we got another submission i haven't shown karen yet that oh wait no i did show you it's off the hook the, you see it? the one where we look like um coming to america I'll show you that yes, one. Yes, I'll show y'all. I'll make that one the show art for the day, so okay. y'all can see that one. Cause I'm man, y'all are so talented. It's crazy. Yeah, we got really talented people. So if you know you can draw, just just submit it. Just submit it. Um, like I said, uh, we have been enjoying them. We've been y'all. We really do look at them. We have really been enjoying them, and we want to tell you thank you. We got some talented fans uh d ramsey ph dunn says loving the new logo cannot wait to purchase a t-shirt of my nc family safe travels to and from dc hashtag niggocon rocks politicking uh says this week has been amazing i think that every week but honestly the discussions that took place this week along with the great guests exemplify how necessary it is for you two to share your voices to end this the week with negro con is absolute perfection rise beautiful reflection post on the facebook during your flight to dc brought a tear to my eye so many of us root for you daily lots of love a lot lots and lots of love for you both politicking thank you thank you yeah uh so uh that yeah man i was really feeling blessed and fortunate to to do what we do for a living mm-hmm. uh on that plane uh going to dc man because you know a lot i remember living I, i'll never forget being in the cubicle and being stuck and being and like if if the cost of this is some a couple people being angry at me on the internet that's fine those motherfuckers ain't gonna like i'm not gonna let them bring me down from the high of all the love and kindness and empathy and 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 growth and all that shit that i've seen um take place in my life i'm not gonna let somebody sidetrack me from that uh and says random comment i just finished watching the whole season of queen sugar loved it the last episode is my favorite mainly for the letter that the father left for the children my favorite character is ralph angel because he has the most potential for growth i wouldn't have watched so fine yeah i now i personally think charlie has the most potential for growth she she be she shady i wouldn't have watched it if karen didn't recommend it so thanks one of the best shows on tv this year i can't believe karen recommended it because she ain't <laughs> she ain't finished watching the show i don't even know what you're talking about yeah right right after we listening to the was pregame roger said roger he said he said he told justin he was like i'm a i'm more of a black woman than karen karen ain't watched cream sugar or um insecure and i think he is because he remember anniversaries too i forget them shit too <laughs> falcons diva says love the new logo don't sell yourself short the black guy to you is oprah light don't forget about the black guy tips bump uh <laughs> thank you thank you uh can you dig it yes or no and 96 percent of y'all said yes five percent of y'all cannot dig it so i don't know what happened but that four and a half percent that can't dig it that is too bad for you guys because i can dig it uh then lastly we had uh 
no we had two different ones oh so we had fireside craps where we had came back from negro con mm-hmm. and the only reason we did the show is because jl covan is our homeboy and he had an mm-hmm. album coming out that was an early show and we had to promote it mm-hmm. uh maya b says uh regarding carrie's autopsy carrie fisher it doesn't change anything for me but what pisses me off more is that people are going to act like this lady didn't spend her entire life talking about her struggles with addiction and mental illness or the fact that addiction is a disease that will always be looming over you no more uh no matter how many years you've been clean and sober i think what scares me the most is that people are ignoring the sleep apnea was the true cause of her death because many people suffer from sleep apnea and there's no awareness around it because what's scarier than going to sleep and never waking up yeah i i mean my thing is like i think in her autopsy it was like meth heroin alcohol and marijuana and whatever whatever the fuck right it was like a cocktail of drugs and all this shit my thing is uh and i want to say she was like 61 or something anyway my thing is like so okay okay i didn't want to sound cool but that's how i feel if that's how she died so i mean that was her choice dog i don't know it's that's that's how she chose to live her life and you know um i feel like the default for everybody is like we should all live make the choices that we've decided you should make to live your life but people make different choices man i don't know carrie fisher seemed like a pretty cool person but guess what a lot of cool people do drugs and shit too so it is what it is man um I, i don't think you know you have to have some like it feels like we're trying to have some type of respectability politics shit on death and i'm like not only that it's one of these things too where she's a woman so because people don't people don't want to talk about this mm. but she's a woman men get caught with this shit in their system all the time that's all you know you don't hear this same rhetoric like mm. they really like they really went at her for no it well was see like, i don't, don't matter okay so i don't think they went at her like i watched okay. this i don't, I think she really got a pass mm-hmm. whitney houston got they went after whitney houston now that's true they not i saw that, that. i saw yeah. that response that was very much a you ungrateful black woman we gave you a whole bunch of money and you decided to do drugs and die nah, they did go after you know what i mean i seen like i just i don't know man i don't feel like it was such an attack on her i feel like a lot of people uh kind of contribute to the state to the shame and the stigma of drug use and shit by being like don't even Correct. don't even don't even report the autopsy finders and shit. i'm like well, you gotta report the problem that. is why why do we think it's such a big deal that's right. to me that's always the question which is like if you 60 i mean 60 seem like a great age to die of overdose if that's how you die if it's sleep apnea i understand but let's say it was just the drugs seem like a great way to go out at 60 like if you're gonna die at 60 there's like so many worse ways that people have died at 60 okay high out of my fucking mind is sounds like mwah, perfect it's like that dave Chappelle joke where he talks about uh wait till you like 90 and then start doing all the drugs like that old man is tripping balls exactly like i don't know why we judge so much it's her life i don't whatever she was able to be a working actress that long and i don't know were y'all really sitting around like year 62 for carrie fisher was gonna be the year you know Mm -hmm. the motherfuckers act like she died at like 40 or something you know like that's just how she went out i don't know i don't i don't think we have to i don't think we have to moralize it (laughs) 
uh anyway anonymous says i can't wait to hear jl's album is it going to be available on google play it is officially available on google play he i saw him post that on facebook also i might get like you rod jl will be spot on be so spot on that i might get mad thinking it's actually donald trump yeah that happened to me a couple times it was pretty bad i was like uh god damn it trump oh wait this is jl this ah! <laughs> is i mean it's a good impression man like it's he he does a scary good trump and mm-hmm. it, like even the things that the comedic license he takes with it is like it's never so ridiculous that you're like oh man trump would never say that it's always based yeah, in something go, yeah that, that sounds like some shit he would say yeah it's, it's trump is, is pretty fucking great man um all right um let's get to uh the next one d razor ph does says welcome back family i'm so here for negro con 2018 jl covan is foolish listening to the show again because i cannot get enough and the poll was does it change anything that carrie fisher had drugs in her system 100 percent of y'all said no yeah it didn't change shit for me man uh so i mean anyway brooklyn shoe says i suffer from depression and mild anxiety if i died today god forbid an autopsy would find three prescription drugs in my system and weed in my lungs we all have our struggles right yeah, we sure do plus you never know what the fuck is helping somebody get by i don't right it just feels when wrong to be like i don't know it just feels wrong to then judge that person but whatever man y'all gonna people gonna judge anyway so what am i saying uh, who cares what i think uh but i personally for me i don't care i'll put it that way correct episode 1468 live from rfd washington now the audio from this was a little bit yeah okay because i ripped it from the youtube video which we didn't have to the mics so i think if we uh do a show again uh well we will do a show again but if if we set it up we'll try to make sure that we can get the audio through the mics and all that stuff mm-hmm. so we have better audio to put yeah. on that feed but hey, uh i had to share with y'all because i wanted y'all to experience what it was like for us live with the audience yes. and all that stuff yes. um and i think it was so worth it yeah and thank you so much to ashanti couldn't have did it without you baby Mwah. yeah she's the one who gave me the youtube video let me upload it and everything um you know she really looked out for it so appreciate it um uh, mzme says i guess miss me says hot fire i'm so glad i got to attend and meet you guys in person and y'all got to experience my city anyway great show so excuse me while i get in line for next year ha uh c6 says the audio wasn't too bad i could still make out most of what everyone was saying it actually is kind of cool that you can hear the audience so well because you can tell how much fun everyone was having max says miss karen looked like she was having a ball getting her chair dance on prof Corey says thank you so much for sharing and letting us know we can see it on youtube that was great so happy this went so well so glad you felt the love as everyone was singing the songs etc hugs and kisses thank you mm-hmm. yeah it was amazing i just kind of sat back and took it all in when everybody started singing uh sylvester i was just like wow like y'all y'all really do be singing along at home with us and see a whole room of people get their life at the same time was just fucking amazing falcons diva says yes for the video i've always envisioned queen karen would be jamming to sylvester i finally got to see it <laughs> i thoroughly enjoyed the audience singing along a true love fest it was a love fest man evie says i really had a great time at negro con and the highlight was meeting the two of you karen you are so beautiful in person i love your Aww, smile thank you. wish i could have hung out with you guys a little longer after the show but had to go home to the kid thanks again for what you do and looking forward to next year's negro con hope you enjoyed the treats 
we will did. and we did uh we've been eating y'all's food and all kinds of stuff y'all gave us uh let's see i think we had two voicemails let me see if i can uh play them let's see i don't remember if we time do we get this one okay so this was after the feedback show hey you just calling in to say you know thanks for what you do all right and too much to get off my chest but you know i was thinking about you so all right Aww, that was short and sweet you. didn't even say who it was from Mm-mm. well thanks brother <laughs> just thanks for what you do all right well thank you thank you for for listening um uh, we got one more i'm not sure how long this one is either hello my name is george um i was calling because i had a few questions if it's possible somebody can give me a call back at telephone number 910-584-4211 once again my name is george I had a few questions um, about your podcast. You can give me a call back at 910 Oh, I don't know what that was for. Okay. Um, I will give him a call back. I don't know. What? Not, not going to say what about. Not going to say. Huh. Anyway, uh, so on to the emails. <laughs> what? Um, and I, I'll try to cut that out in the uh of the podcast when it goes out to the people good grief uh all right on to the emails let's read these joints <laughs> oh my god uh, uh allegra writes in i love i heart leslie and marissa oh uh hello karen and Rod. episode 1465 i really enjoy listening to marissa and leslie i enjoy learning something from them and that always makes me happy they challenge and also confirm my thoughts and ideas go black women Rod, i really hope you take care of yourself and don't let people act in a natural ass bring you down karen i love that you cussed everybody out about your husband i know that is for damn sure you two do not have to put up with grown-ass people's fuck shittery i was actually looking around to make sure i didn't do some shit to get my ass beat <laughs> uh well i was uh, update on that too uh so over the uh, in dc while handling uh negro kind of stuff um we uh basically came up with uh moderators for the facebook group like the basically i asked people um before we left like hey what what kind of things how do y'all think we should do this with the moderators what rules do you think we should have for the group um and there were some people that had some good ideas or people that you know said we should nominate we should pick we should vote and all this stuff so we took kind of the best collection of ideas and the people who had the best and brightest ideas and we were like hey nominate or volunteer to be a mod if you would like to do that and we had enough response that we were able to like make 15 people mods and that's uh honestly um at the beginning we were just gonna do four or five but there were so many people that had uh really good qualities and integrity and stuff and that seemed to get the show and get the form and get the group because you know the hard thing about for me moderating 2200 individuals is that our show is not so rigid Mm -mm. so i think there's like a hard idea that like oh it would be easy to moderate a forum of people because you just make a couple rules and there's zero tolerance rules but y'all know what i think about zero tolerance really fucking stupid yes they are it just takes the thought out of stuff but it also ends up fucking people all the time Mm -hmm. so it can't be zero tolerance Mm -hmm. i do want to allow people to be human i do want people to be able to disagree about something without uh it meaning that everybody got to get kicked out i do want the people right. to be able to make jokes uh 
without us having to like be like you made a joke how dare you like that's not the vibe of our show but at the same time our, the vibe of our show isn't one we sit around calling everybody to disagree with us a uh, bitch or a hoe or uh you know like that's also not really the vibe of our show Mm-mm. um but we do make jokes we do roast people we do uh you know we do play guest the race like we're like we're not this show where it's so fucking um uh woke that it's not funny it's we're also not this show where we do a whole bunch of black checking we're not this show where we're where the, our whole point of our show is just we hate white people we don't want white people on like that's not our show but people have different elements that they bring into the group right and then they think well this this is what the group should be and then when that when they're when they find out that that shit is unpopular they turn on the group and then it by eventually turn on me because i'm the person that moderates the group and it becomes like i did the shit you know when like literally people would tag me in and i would just be like can y'all just be adults about this and stop arguing because at this rate both of y'all want each other kicked out and i prefer for y'all both to just block each other and keep it moving rather than to get me involved and without fail almost every time at least one of those people turns into rod is the worst person on the earth i hate him fuck him da 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 you know he wasn't there for me so he's not there for all black women he wasn't there for me so uh he uh he doesn't believe people that you know all this shit so it turned into um into more than i'm willing to handle for a fucking facebook group to be honest we do a podcast we're professional podcasters so uh and i realize it's it's, it's a more than a one person job it you is. know uh because even with the way that those people might feel and talk about me to a certain extent it's not their fault it's my fault because we got a big ass form with 2200 people in it and one person trying to do it i'm not gonna make everybody happy i don't have i'm not doing this 24 7 i'm doing the podcast and then getting tagged into a thread three hours later and people telling me to go read 500 comments and knowing at the end of that no matter what decision i make somebody gonna just get mad at me no matter what the fuck i do and it's that kind of stuff where i'm like this is a no-win situation it's stressing me out i don't care that much you know because of my the way i exist on social media i'm much more of a block move the fuck on i don't care about you you don't care about me we're we're out of each other's life we can let it go uh you won't catch me on your page you won't catch me stalking you you won't catch me direct messaging you you don't like me you let me know we are cool at that point i you know what why would i want to hang around in the presence of someone that doesn't like me come on um you know so it was getting to be like that you know people shady shit on social media where they talk bad about you and still want to be your friend on social media weird shit like that was just it was getting to me i really am so happy we got to do negro con because i think it reminded me of all the great shit that we do it reminded me that we have brought together a lot of well-meaning good people looking in that room and seeing that there's people of all spectrums in there looking in that room and seeing that we brought people together in an environment where they could feel safe you know like looking at people uh telling like people that came and hugged us and told us how, what they thought of the show and how it's helped them and hey i was sick i my I, my 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 family member died y'all i lost my job people saying that our show meant that much that it got them through that it reminded me that like a handful of people that don't fuck with me on social media is not i can't ever let them write my story you know like like it's cool that they don't and and 
is if they don't want to that i mean it's valid and if people go listen to them and that and that's the decision that they get is like these people had a real scoop that's cool but i have to stop letting myself have rabbit ears about that stuff and part of that is knowing myself and you know like i said knowing that i don't need to be the person managing 200 200 people i don't need to be that person i don't need to be the person um seeing when motherfuckers don't like my friends when my friend when people can't get along i don't need to be the person seeing that it's not for me you know if, if other people are fine with that they live in a state of chaos and oh I, i'm oh what's the tea on this one i'm about to check this out Ooh, i'm gonna be all on their page stalking i'm just not that kind of person i'm much more of a like oh shit they fighting well i wish they kind of would stop like i hope this isn't that bad that's the kind of person i am so um you know basically i'm not as stressed out about it anymore because i just let it go sometimes you have to let it go man like i said you're not seeing uh crystals and 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 kid fury not gonna be in there like friend not but not about to be moderating no form uh charlamagne i'm not gonna be moderating no form um the yeah, you know we, uh we just got to the and and, it, and it's a growth thing as y'all as you know as the show growing as we grow and as our audience grow things grow and it comes to a point where things have to be allocated like this is the truth and a lot of these people when they started they never touched these things from the beginning but because you know we can't we do it differently ours was homegrown so it means something to us and it's hard to let things go but you have to let things go sometimes in order for you to move on and sometimes in order for your peace of mind yeah and honestly i want the group to be a place where if we say something on this show and y'all don't fuck with it or y'all don't agree with us or you don't like something i want the group to be a place where you can say that and not have to worry about me going i'm gonna fucking take this shit out not that i have done that because i haven't Mm -mm. but i i'm looking at potential possibilities now and i'm like oh yeah that might happen one day yep you know and what what's why should i moderate that because no matter what i do it's gonna be like this nigga's being biased he out here telling us all this shit uh also i want the group to be for and run by the fans yes sir uh so like this will probably be my last week in the group or um because i really do i I think i've found some competent people that to hand it off to Mm -hmm. i think there's enough people that can handle the workload i think they know better than me Mm -hmm. um and i'm not i've never been that fucking concerned with being popular or famous nope neither one of those things are my shit anyway i don't want a cult i don't want mm-hmm. and i don't want to be accused of having a cult i don't none of that shit is is for me and especially the more people that we touch the more the odds go up of us just running into some shady scammy motherfuckers dog correct and, and like that shit blows my high so bad when i'm like yo this person either has mental issues or this person is legitimately disturbed or they're just malicious right and i'm like i shouldn't have to deal with that nope you know and and so it's you know now i've put myself in this person's life because they decided they like what we do but also they want me to be their best friend or their worst enemy or they want to leave a con or everything i say on the show got to be about them and just shit like that where you like i wouldn't even think about you dog nigga you know you think we i'm like okay cool i this is this is my fault for letting myself have letting you have access to me in this way so uh yeah man it's really been refreshing and renewing it has to be like here's a bunch of people that aren't scared to come out of their house that will talk to you in person that'll tell you about how they um 
you know love what you do they appreciate what you do how important they think you are um it's shit like that where you're just like oh that that meant something you know what i mean like people left a fucking house sometimes flew around the world just to come say hey i appreciate what you do and uh no one can ever take that away from us so yeah yeah. and and i'm just to add on to what you're saying um when roger leaves i'm leaving too and Mm. when we leave we're literally leaving the group so when don't at me don't tell me what's happening because we won't even have access no more like i'm just we're actually just going to remove ourselves away we won't get updates we won't get no formal notifications like when we leave we literally mean we're leaving so anything that happens in the group you need to handle that within the group itself yeah because i I love the group and i love the people while we were there like it's not no ill will but Mm -mm. i just know my limitations i can't Mm -hmm. i can't be moderating that many people i can't i don't even really like looking at my facebook front page because it's always some shit hot popping off so yeah man it was it's just for my own health and creativeness and loving myself i gotta step away from certain shit and uh i love that we can hand it off to some people that really care about the group and the people in it and will make the decisions that are that i probably had a hard time making out of love for everybody right you know like i still got people like i said people were mad at me because sometimes i had to be like well i just want both of y'all to stop fighting and i don't want to kick anybody out and, no, and, that was and people were mad people were mad at that resolution right so you and then the times when i did kick somebody out it's people that swear they love to show in the group that that know that i made the right decision that was still mad at me for making the right decision it's literally a no-win situation nope. and i don't wish that on anybody else but other people have volunteered and had ideas about fixing it and better ways to run it they should have a try they should do it yep. i really think this is gonna work out for everybody i do too so anyway um uh karen oh wait episode 1466 is interesting how people don't want to be considered a monolith but will criticize you for having a different opinion another great week of entertainment thanks for all that you two do allegra a yep uh appreciate you allegra and i'll just say this man as far as uh some of the way i approach things is, is making me think about how much uh how hard people go on people for for disagreements when it's a small thing now small is relative but some because some of the shit is like recognizing somebody's humanity and i'm like there's no compromise on that but some of the shit is like well i like star wars well, i like star trek and then next thing you know niggas is talking about uh that time you were supposed to pick them up and you didn't show up and I like how we get here. and uh they talking about that time they let you borrow some money and not paying people back is violence and shit and you're just like okay where did this start from sometimes that's how it feels too so i'm trying to avoid that shit mm-hmm. um because uh so, some of it's just not worth it to me mm-hmm. and maybe it's because i'm just getting older but some of this shit just feels so fucking trivial for trying to demagogue people and turn them into monsters when they not Mm -mm. you know everybody like i say no matter what you say and i've always said this the other person on the side of that keyboard is a human being regardless of if they're egg if you know the name like it is another person that posted that and made those comments and that shit matters right so that's that's just you know um 
you know it's it's that thing where it's like i know there's some people that are just ain't shit they trolling they mm-hmm. sitting up here mm-hmm. dropping homophobic racist slurs they don't see women as people fuck those people and i never will back down on that and i'll never feel bad about that you are not just wrong but you're dangerous and you shouldn't be allowed to have platforms and someone should always challenge you no matter what the fuck you ever say that i get that but some of the shit feels like uh i'm punching you because i'm mad about the world right and so, some sometimes it's hard to differentiate and i'm trying to look at myself and figure out how i'm gonna navigate that because i don't want to be that Mm-mm. i don't want to be I, I just want to punch the right people in the face is what i'm saying guys i want to punch richard spencer in the face is what i'm trying to say uh i don't want to punch al sharpton in the face i want to punch richard spencer i'm gonna save my punches like that that select button when you're playing mike tyson punch out i'm gonna save up my star punches to punch richard spencer in the face is what i'm trying to say uh, <laughs> anyway uh our girl falcons diva right saying hey caught up hey queen karen and rod it's falcons diva and i am all caught up i can't believe it i've been binging the blackout to us like folks binge hoc and orange is the new black uh my reflections this is long so you can filter if necessary one i love hearing your mom on the podcast she's the real mvp interesting my dad will be on the podcast tomorrow he sure will because we uh we didn't get to do father's day with right him. home ownership yeah that issue's overrated i happened upon a tweet that i assume was spawned from the avocado toast mess i replied that owning a home is not for the faint of heart my twitter friend asked if i was referring to the mortgage nah buddy i fell for the if you can afford the rent of xxx you can afford a home spill back in 1999 y'all already know paying the mortgage is the easiest part of owning a home mm-hmm. i would definitely go back to apartment living if i was weren't so accustomed to certain comforts like having a connected garage and plenty of space my home, current home is a town home so i don't have to deal with landscaping but in the last year i spent over two thousand dollars on various repairs Woo. yeah they don't tell you that shit Mm-mm. ac broke nigga your ac broke what you All gonna right. do your water pipe broke that's you dog your, well, your toilet can't right. flush that's you dog all oh. of a sudden your your floor not right that's you dog time to replace the cabinets oh that's you dog need to want to update your light fixes that's you you want to paint shit that's you your garage door broke that's you your screen don't fall off that's you dog and so i'm like you know what nah i'm paying you for the convenience of a call your people to come fix your shit and when you find out that most motherfucking americans ain't even got the money for like any emergency fund nope like you living check to check and then your motherfucking ac is like peace nigga Mm -mm. the roof just like we leaking now what you gonna do come on your foundation rocking right uh lavender i love when you play those clips rod oh yeah those are my favorite clips actually i have i think i've actually gotten more clips since then but i haven't really had a chance to use them yet okay but uh there will be you know i try to keep them relevant but uh yes gone with your lavender is uh (laughs) you're turning red from your back keep on walking mary mary said (laughs) that's my shit men and emotions high five and diddled everything y'all said i could type a book about this shoot i might just write one but i learned so much during my seven-year marriage my father wasn't in the home and i don't have any brothers so it was 40 i was 40 the first time i lived with a man yeah karen is right any reason for a divorce is a good one come on i know that was a little cryptic but your discussion over the past two weeks regarding men and toxic masculinity was such a relief for me hey y'all wanna know okay so two things that's weird right one i don't normally read up on this kind of shit like it's not like i read a book in this some of this shit is just like uh 
it seemed like it should be obvious now part now i'll admit it might be because of what i do for a living reading all these goddamn articles all the time right a lot of people they're not they don't realize it because they don't see as much as you do right, right. so y'all don't and so a lot of people don't know the process of by the time something makes the show it's not just that i read that article i probably read 10 times the amount of articles we cover on the show because i just had to go yeah i don't want to cover this one about this dude choking his baby to death with a tire iron so i'm just turning that one off like so it's stuff like that so i think that's one of the things that's kind of interesting is uh that and then the second thing is i normally don't think in the terms of the concepts that academics do because i'm not an academic and i don't really have any use in that world now that's not to diss that world a lot of people diss academics i have no ill will towards academics nope it's a perfect but, and a reason for but it. i do know my lane that ain't my right. lane nope, i've never given lane. a speech to any students i've never studied something specifically for um you know the you know i've never coined a phrase i don't even know what i like sometimes i'll just be talking about something and then someone will later give me the like verbiage which is why i'm one of the reasons i want this academics they often provide the verbiage that is much more succinct than what the fuck i'm saying right because i'm just out here like nah niggas do be mad and then later on people are like yeah that's actually toxic masculinity i'm like oh is that what i should be saying i will say that next time right thank and you save because i can't you know i shouldn't be out here just on some like niggas do be fucking bitches up like i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to be that dude so i do like to have the verbiage but yeah it's interesting because i say all that to say a lot of men can arrive at these conclusions and should know this shit like i ain't go to school for this is extremely obvious the same way white people should know that white people are fucked up and racist it's you shouldn't need to go to school for that like i mean obviously i'm wrong because you niggas do need to go to school to learn these things but it just seemed like you shouldn't have to if you have any level of empathy and a social awareness and right. read just read current events and you're gonna be like god damn this is someone should say something that's how i always feel i never feel like you know let me go be an example to black men or I, I never think that i always think god damn they killed six women last night oh, i guess i gotta talk All about right. it right when a lot of people read that go god damn oh well right bitches be fucking up and keep it trucking what did these women do right right the same way that white people look at us getting killed by the cops and go what did he do the same way black panther your review of the trailer had me switching between podcasts and youtube to catch all the stuff i missed during the many times that i watched it previously after which i realized i can watch the replays on crowdcast sometimes i can be so slow when it comes to technology but trust me i'm a fairly intelligent person anyway (laughs) i'm so ready for this movie i have eight months to grow my hair back and lose some weight for my opening weekend outfit <laughs> <laughs> speaking of watching replays where have i been i typically only join the live pregame and ball z sports while at work let me tell you there's nothing like seeing queen karen go off i love hearing when she puts her foot down but to see her go off about the facebook group was priceless i feel you can grown-ass folks won't be stressing me out marissa and leslie are so adorable i'm so glad i found this option i'll continue to uh, mainly listen through my rss radio app during my commute but now i know i can go back and actually see the podcast oh yeah man we keep those up too uh negro concept negro con and again again i hate i'm going to miss this but i know this will be phenomenal i'm thoroughly enjoying karen's posting photos thanks for letting us experience this with you and with you queen i was posting all the pictures i was like i know y'all like a lot of y'all didn't make it so i want y'all to see everything i still got some more bits and i see y'all went first class that's the truth 
Come on. Opinions. Karen, thanks for putting it into words for me. I can't stand when folks try to mess with my joy. Ain't nobody ask you. Mm-mm. Then there's the people that see the topic trending on Facebook or Twitter. I had to jump in and say something like, I guess I'm the only person that doesn't care about Beyonce's babies. Bitch, you know you're not the only one because every time you make one of those thirst posts, you have folks agreeing with you. Right. Right. Everybody, listen, what I realize is this, okay? And I don't know if it'll help y'all. Sometimes it helps me. Everybody is searching for their tribe the haters the lovers the people that's just fucking deranged the people that uh everybody searching for their tribe every people try to even the people that like like you ever noticed the i'm not one of them sheep followers are always talking to a bunch of people that agree with them too come on like they just got a smaller group of people that agree with them so that apparently is the people that are too woke to be following anybody else but they follow each other and agree with each other's of every fucking opinion come on you know like one of the things i i I was thinking i've been thinking about friendship a lot the last couple i've been thinking about something listen we'll probably get into it on some other shows i've been thinking so much hippie crazy shit that y'all would be like what is this nigga talking about but i've just been on some other shit lately but one of the things i was thinking about is friendship and stuff and how even outcasts need friends yes they do you, you know, know we're socialized human beings are social creatures no matter how much people like to be alone which is fine but overall human beings are sociable creatures we like to interact with other people yeah the people that didn't fit into the spaces that i occupy still found a way to fit like even through not fitting in there they fit with each other now because they were the misfits for that group right and i've been part of misfits for other groups i've been that you know when i was kind of a nerdy kid in high school i remember being like uh i i like rapping so i would fit in with the rapping ass niggas i liked uh poetry i liked um drama i like like no you might not be the coolest kid in school but you always find where you belong you always find your wavelength you find your people sometimes it's a negative thing that i like that it's a group that i can't fuck with or they don't fuck with me and vice versa everybody has that too that's also a common universal human experience so yes it is you know um i think it's kind of interesting that you know whether you're in the group or not whether you're the i'm too cool for this shit or not you're still just honestly you're just looking reaching out for friends that's Mm -hmm. all you're doing that's all you're doing so when you say oh all y'all care about beyonce but i'm gonna say some shady shit instead all you're doing is reaching out for some friends because you know what there's some people that that agree with you and they're gonna be like yep yep we all right we all the smartest everybody else is stupid i ain't brainwashed this you know what what really was the biggest example of this a lot of the anti-obama shit over the last eight years yes sir it hasn't been about being reasonable or nuanced or pragmatic it's been about finding friends those people found friends by being like i don't fuck with obama and they went and found their friends and they wavelength and they other people that are like i'm black and i don't fuck with them either i'm like cool so do a lot of white people so do a lot of racist people so everybody finding a crew of people that they can kick it with and some people groups are small as fuck some people groups is big as fuck doesn't mean one's right or wrong but it just means that people are approaching it differently so that's what helped me because sometimes i see people say shit that i'm like why would they say that that doesn't that like everybody was having a good time celebrating joking about beyonce's twins not like motherfuckers literally went and started a church of beyonce 
but they will really act like y'all they'll be like these motherfuckers worship beyonce they out here and you're like nobody nobody did that but they need to say it so that someone else will go co-sign and they'll be like yeah girl you told them we agree high five ain't these motherfuckers stupid we're the smart ones everybody's doing it all the time to each other that's how that's how i feel so yeah once i realize that i'll be like oh, fuck they stupid ass opinion i don't care nope uh, I posted something about Beyonce's Grammy performance and one friend commented, didn't like it. My petty ass waited until she posted something later, just replied, didn't like it. I've done that before too. And it does make you feel better for a second. I didn't even know what she was talking about, but my petty runs ah! deep. Oh, I fight against that all the time. Cause I really, uh, you guys have no idea. Cause I'm, I'm one of those people that also get super, uh, detailed into social interaction. So, like, <laughs> The, I almost flipped on somebody. I caught myself. I almost flipped on somebody because I was like, yo, it's super scary to see Trump do rallies where he's breaking his, his, he's breaking his campaign promises mm-hmm. and they're cheering him. Mm-hmm. Like his audience is literally like, yeah, get yay for Wall Street. And I'm like, y'all said he was going to drain the swamp and he was against Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Now it's okay. Now y'all are fine with it. And I'm like, oh, cause it's just about the racism. But you know what? it's scary yeah it's scary i don't care what people say i don't care that you're not surprised i don't care that you're not shocked i'm a human being i am black in this country i'm allowed to be like i'm fucking scared of that i'm allowed to see a clan rally and go i'm scared you know and so somebody had responded like well something like are you really surprised though and so motherfuckers are getting my goddamn nerves right so my thing was like you know i could literally go through this person's timeline find any time anything they've ever said and be like are you really surprised all i did was say a cop all i said was a comment and i was like yeah i like i'm not i didn't say i was surprised but i'm still allowed to be scared right like i still find it scary to see the that hatred reflected in them people's faces and truth are you are too let's right. keep it real a lot of people do that shit when they when they act like that because they don't want to tap into the emotions that they feeling so they think they're better and superior by quote-unquote cutting it off but you feel the same goddamn thing i do you just aren't vocalized about it and you say this shit to make yourself feel better and for your own self-protection because all of us are having i have had to um make our own defense mechanism to deal with the bullshit and yours is to question other people when they voice the things that you're feeling inside right you pick your spots right. to do it because it's something that scare you too and i'm just right. and to me it came off callous and kind of i was like and so i was like look i hate this response like it's it's just needlessly callous there's nothing to add like mm-hmm. it's you know i was just being honest with them and i didn't go to their mentions and say well you scared or i didn't do that like you surprised i didn't say that because i was like i'm just gonna be honest and tell you like yo that's that's feels dismissive and so she kind of came back was like well i didn't really mean for it to be dismissive and we kind of talked a little bit for back and forth and i think it was a she and i was like you know it's all good man like you didn't mean to uh, be dismissive i didn't really mean to get defensive like that um nobody got called out their name it didn't go that far or nothing but i'm just saying like i was like yeah it it made me feel like you know you were kind of taking what i'm saying out of context just to be like oh so you acting surprised when i'm not and um like i know the history of this country but if i see a fucking cross burning i'm gonna be scared regardless of if i know it's coming or not the sight of certain shit just makes you go 
we have a very very long way to go in this country and i don't even know if she was from here but anyway the point being um i understand your petty is my all that to say mm-hmm. i get it uh bossy i thoroughly enjoy hearing bossy and i can't wait for the, this too much to return uh her reactions to the white people news cover and jason derulo was priceless we share an affinity for bruno i have to tell myself that bruno is singing uh on the holy grail in order to truly enjoy it because i can't stand just a timberlake anyway uh bossy wants me to let y'all know that uh the reason she liked that jason derulo song is because it sounds like a whitney houston song in her mind uh and uh i told her that i did hear that as well and so now and then she sent me the acoustic cover of it which i was like okay now you're doing my thing to me okay <laughs> that's my jam all right let me go to the next session we'll be right back guys um but yeah i was like i see what you're doing about like news and you trying to trying to work in the field that's part of that that's <laughs> senate i'm a house nigga mm-hmm. ah, 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 ah trying to trying to get me with my own trick bossy you ain't slick you are not slick but i did tell her i was gonna tell everybody on the podcast um about her you know i was gonna clear her good name god forbid she get out here caught like in a jason derulo song uh, lord forbid i still don't know who he is but lord forbid Mm-hmm uh and then i got caught listening to like five other jason derulo songs on title i was like what what is this shit <laughs> I you didn't get caught down a black hole i was in here listening like oh just kind of jamming like oh goddamn bossy you got me uh anyways thanks for all the hard work that you people do i hope you guys know that you're loved and appreciated yeah we absolutely do yeah you people nah, I, just, that's what <laughs> <laughs> I love you sweetie uh uh yeah uh i hope i know you close the facebook group but you should run it like the club every time you put somebody out you should allow another person in there starting with yours truly i i wouldn't stress you out like those other mofos lol yeah hey i'll tell you what man one i i've never had a problem with um i've never had a problem with them adding or not adding people i mm-hmm. think that's something the group will decide mm-hmm. they might the reason they- i had to stop is i'm one person it was just getting too big right. and we right. would add people would just add people willy-nilly that don't even listen to the show and that right. always felt off to me because mm-hmm. those would normally be the people that cause a problem they yes, don't sir. listen to the show mm-hmm. they in the middle of them saying some fucked up shit and getting called on it they always go well I don't, what is tvgwt and i'm like well no fucking one you came in here and was like i don't give a fuck bruce jenna is a man or some 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 shit that you know everybody's gonna get mad about i'm like oh you're not you're just in here because you're somebody's cousin or something and then i get a dm later hey man that's my cousin i was just letting i'm like what if they don't fuck with the show why are you letting them in so i was just like these that's stress for me so i just was like nobody else can get in fuck it yeah and uh the way they go they might because people are talking about people were asking about right now it's like it's in a dark hole like if you mm. type it you can't find it so who knows they might open it and make it public again but that'd be their choice yeah i'll tell you what if they let if they decide to open that at some point and uh they uh if they let me know i'll definitely announce it on the show so that so that you guys can go sign up or whatever but yeah like i said i'm not managing it no more so mm-hmm. if they if they do open it up uh now that they have so many moderators they might decide to do that and yeah they might whatnot maybe people will stop cheating on their significant others in there and shit i don't know what the rules are come on uh <laughs> i don't know what's going on in there <laughs> um pps it took me three days to finish writing this and i've still been singing usher's caught up since it started 
well thank you i'm glad you caught up ty h says hey rod and karen i'm a premium member who benefits from the content every day at work i'm looking forward to the nerd off episodes that you can chris and aaron bust down that black panther trailer to the dark me also will you be doing an american god season review everyone has been asking me this i i watched it uh i i, don't, I mean i did, i liked it uh i don't know it felt like one of those shows where i don't know what i'm supposed to add to it um it's such a visual masterpiece it's just like you have to watch it i don't i don't know i feel weird recapping it because it just feels so straight it feels like into the badlands for me guys where i'm like it's very straightforward it's very beautiful and uh or scrappy would say brutal uh and so that's it for me it was like i i enjoyed it it was really good um they won't hear you talk about how how beautiful it is yeah i didn't have i don't know maybe uh i don't know you know maybe i'll look up somebody and see if they want to do an off-season review guys if y'all want that because a lot uh, of people watch it i now now i'm telling you right now i'm not gonna be the co-host because i ain't watch it all right karen takes a lot of pride in telling y'all she doesn't watch the shit y'all want her to review okay i'll just let you know that's her favorite thing no no i've heard the enthusiasm in your voice it's always like you niggas will not get me to watch insecure and i want y'all to know i proud proud black woman of not watching this movie (laughs) not watching all the black shit right or the white shit all right i'm making a list of all the shit i'm supposed to review that i've been watching guys and uh i'll tell you what if i find somebody wants to review american guys with me uh we'll review it man uh not that's not that's not bad you know i did watch it so why the fuck not um yeah so damn i'm making this list now like god damn i actually got a few of these i need to do uh all right so uh he also goes on to say that show has even my lazy ass looking these guys up on google talking these episodes over with friends anyway big fan of you and i wish you all success in the future thank you ty h thank you now i will say this though i feel a little bit bad guys i don't google anything i don't read any of them books so my review might not be as good as uh, a lot of these people's reviews i feel like a lot of these people probably put in way more work for their review than i did so i i just realized it well, well they know what they what they tuning in for i ain't look up not none of these guys mm, you don't have to i was out here like ah uh, he must be the the god of the uh of the, this oh okay so she the pussy god like i don't know ah! like the vagina carnivore god like i didn't even go google her name i was like good enough for me uh <laughs> uh jm writes in hi rider care six months ago i started listening to your show and ever since then it's been my favorite thing on the airways and the interwebs right when i wrote in with my five-star review you compare me to the white bitch from get out because of my cereal preference oh yeah because you eat your cereal like uh what you say you take a bite and pour the milk in your mouth something like that ah! hotel voice as a black man who's confident in his melanin content and masculinity i had no choice but to take that as a compliment they be they do be evolving hotel voice over (laughs) anyways i'm writing you two again because i was hoping for some work advice one of my supervisors is a white dude who seems a little too familiar with his racial topics do you know the type the workplace comedians who are always cracking jokes but for some reason when they're around black people their sense of humor tends to be race related now don't get me wrong this supervisor isn't a fox news style comedian as his racial comments err on the side of white people do the dumbest darndest things or that what white nonsense is this he makes the type of observations that i wouldn't bat an eye at if a black person was saying but he's a white dude and i'm curious what it is about me that that invites this type of commentary i mean i'm not out here dissing whiteness while i'm on the clock since he 
is a white manager of a majority brown kitchen staff i have to take it as him trying too hard to acclimate to the environment still there's a line between playing to your employees and becoming a white chris rock right. <laughs> you guys are uh yo this this is making me think of the office where uh fucking michael scott tried to do chris rock's niggas versus black people bit oh no oh that's some of the best tv of all fucking time oh oh god that was such a brilliant show plus the white supervisor has those crazy eyes double plus he's ex-military side note forgive me if i'm wrong but why is it famous white terrorists always always have a almost always have a history with what military slash law enforcement you know why am i wrong to approach this dude with extra caution if not how do i keep grinning and bearing it while still laying low enough that i don't end up shot stabbed or blown up when his mark Furman head ass snaps <laughs> uh okay uh this is a weird one because i i mean if if you're feeling uncomfortable this is a hard one to explain to him why you're uncomfortable because he's gonna look at it like but i'm on your side right i'm an ally like i'm making these jokes but the jokes aren't on this the jokes aren't at black people's expense it's at white people's expense and it's saying i'm i'm woke and i get it but it still makes you feel uncomfortable right your thing is i'm at work let's just not joke about race at all Mm -hmm. what's gonna be funny is when you express this if you if you express this to him he probably gonna be like this nigga uncle tom republican coon don't want nobody talking about white people because he feel uncomfortable like i know that's how he (laughs) he don't think in his mind that you a sellout (laughs) i'm woken to that white man in the inside uh all right so um man that's a difficult one because i i I mean like i said it's very hard to uh it's it's not the kind of thing you just go to human resources with because to it's just vague enough with enough plausible deniability that right you look overly sensitive Mm -hmm. um man so i guess the way i would handle it is probably just not talk to him at all just shut down when he's around Mm -hmm. make Uh, make the conversations very dry which sucks because here's the reason it sucks he's didn't you say he's a supervisor Mm -hmm. or he's in a he's in a authoritative position right so this could fuck up your career to be like i'm not laughing at these jokes even if i agree with these jokes um damn that's tough huh got yourself quite a doozy here buddy uh all right so this is how you gotta do it man you gotta take the jokes to the next level that's what i would do like when he when he say some stuff like ain't white people you just go full races on the white people yeah like like when he's like man white people always be so uptight oh i'm coming in to work and i'm 10 minutes early you'd be like yeah they should have to give all their money to black people for reparations being honest about it you know stuff like that you know tell them about the negro museum yeah, you don't have to worry about it. he'll leave they'll leave you alone yeah just be too woke for the jokes like take all his shit serious i would do that um but like i said keep in mind when you get on this dude's bad side or whatever it's probably gonna fuck up uh it might fuck up your career though so be careful have an exit plan maybe look at some other jobs come on but, get out of that department yeah it sucks because uh relatively speaking that's a good problem to have the white boss that's on your side and wants to wants to make you laugh and all that shit but he's it's still a tenuous thing plus who knows how he's gonna react when you if you call his ass out because sometimes them be the worst people 
the people that act like they cool and then when you be like well actually you kind of do some fucked up shit too and they be like <gasps> fuck you nigga i was just acting <laughs> i was just acting like you was a human being until you came at me but now you back to being a nigga right so i don't know dog you don't know what kind of response you gonna get yeah and i i'll tell you this much what i wouldn't do is like legitimately sit him down or go to hr and be like this is because you keep talking about race because i just don't think nobody gonna listen to you everybody gonna say but he's just he's not saying anything bad about black people and they're gonna leave it at that when when you know damn well that you don't make these jokes with everybody mm, you just make yes, the sir. you know and it sounds like he pandering and he probably fake as fuck maybe he got a black girlfriend or some shit mm-hmm. adopted some black kids or something trying to be down mm. i don't know uh anyway that's not really advice i guess out but yeah ah! uh, we don't do an advice show Mm-mm. my way i would handle is either not talk to his ass at all really or just straight up be like um white people is evil and that's nothing funny about that at all which which would probably get you on his bad side pretty fucking quick but you ask what i would do that's what i would do karen how would you handle it i have no idea like i know me I, I would probably uh, start documenting, mm. like like us, and that's one thing I've learned about corporate America: document shit, document like the time. What it's it, hard to. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to y'all. Mm-hmm. It's hard to document though. It is because he ain't saying racist shit. Correct. He's talking about race, even, but on your side, right. it's like the worst possible fucking thing to report. You know what I mean, like what what's the problem my boss he just won't stop talking about race <gasps> is he calling you a nigger or something no is he racially discriminating against you no nah, no nah, that's not it uh is he was he saying bad things about black people no about your co-workers no what 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 was he saying white people he, he just keep he commenting white people and then he's giving you unfair treatment Nah, it's not really that he just won't stop talking about like race shit well what is he saying well, mostly jokes about white people being fucked up why are you in my office again and a lot of times depend on the culture of your company um but but i will still have documentations because let's say something does happen and all of a sudden you're on his bad side you have some form of a trail because eventually with him being in the in a position of power it's gonna be your word against his you know um and so if anything else just kind of for your own safety what i realized about come from america is always to cover your ass thing so you always gotta have to cover your ass and be sure you know everything's in the the row and everything is is where it's supposed to be um and like i said even if you don't go to them hold on to that documentation yeah she's right all right uh you you hate to be you know that couldn't drive about it but if something happened or they try to fire you and let go because the thing is i'm gonna keep it real i i I know what you're saying and people do respond that way but everybody in cup america i don't care you work at mcdonald's always go to them fuck ass videos made in 1979s where they be like hey what you don't talk about in the workplace is religion and race and so they actually cover that shit so technically if you want to get down to nitty-gritty no we're not supposed to be unless we're talking about diversity or some shit like this why are we talking about this but go ahead i'm sorry no no they asked for our um opinion that's yeah there's nothing to there's no need to apologize nothing to be sorry about um and yeah i agree you gotta do something i don't like i that's a tough one dog because i know you don't want to be the guy who's like uh 
uh <laughs> he wants to be that guy mm-hmm. is what i'm saying i want to rock the boat but the quote unquote yeah. pool manager yeah nobody wants to turn around and be like all right so uh can you stop joking with me about race because it's gonna make you the not fun guy it's gonna make you the um the it's it's gonna it's gonna make you the bad guy man i don't have a better way to say it yeah and and what's so fucked up is that going back to some things you say it's amazing how we navigate this like this but it was the white person that been took their ass up to hr talking about tyrone over here talking about fucking race and then and that shit would have been squashed but for some reason black people gotta jump these hoops and possibly if tyrone was yeah i guess because you had to flip it all the way to like tyrone is talking about um bad about black people or something like i guess you'd have to flip it all the way Mm -hmm. because that because it would if tyrone was just talking bad about white people you get fired if tyrone was talking bad about black people that's racist so right right tyrone would get his ass fired correct and that's the thing that that was my thing and that's why he'd be at tyrone watching them things starting his own um i mean that that's that's how the enterprise got started (laughs) starting his own car that's how the enterprise got started tyrone watching them things how how you get this job tyrone um i got fired because i wouldn't stop talking about race at my job and, and now, now watching the things white people got offended but come on down to um <laughs> tyrone white watching them things how you want your ribs fried right baked <laughs> yeah but uh i feel you yeah like i said you ain't wrong karen i just i'm just shaking my head because it's sad that's right all. because the corporate america just never worked just never worked for us uh in situation and for it's like it's that fucking double standard because you being black and talking about they talking about white shit everybody him and harm but you being black talking about white shit is a problem you being black talking about black shit is a problem everywhere where you go is racist mm-hmm. but for some reason he can talk about this shit and you feeling uncomfortable is irrelevant so baby documentation documentation you heard it from the queen uh all right um marion writes in hey rod and karen i've been a fan listening to your show right around the time you guys start talking about going premium and seeing the podcast come what is now with all the great what it is now with all the great content you all have i also have heard of the unfortunate times hate and ignorance comes your way uh when it's not deserved and you both still push through karen you like the sweetest person just seeing you on stage and rod you like one of the coolest cousins in the fam who can brighten the room up i know you just see yourselves as a loving couple who start a podcast in the spare bedroom but you've helped to spread humor love humor black excellence and bettering so many people even myself with your daily show brightening the room up i know you oh wait uh with your daily show mtr network black astronauts wm48 uh women on 40 acres and yourselves and others have helped me to speak up against the craziness and the misogyny sexism racism and other things that can bring a person's spirit down with that i just want to say thank you for allowing me to experience the greatness of negro con i wasn't able to stay long enough at the end it and speak to you in person but wanted to write in at least to say that want to wish you nothing but success on all that you continue to do listener and fan mary and peanut thanks man thank you baby and uh yeah man hey i i yeah we appreciate you know people that uh listen to it and and enjoyed it and uh whatnot that was dope uh and came out and supported us live and like i said it's folks like y'all that that really put the battery in our back and just remind us to stay focused and bring positive energy and joy to what we do and then that will be its own reward and it'll spread out to the universe told y'all i was on some hippie shit rob says um when you posted the pic uh nmaah uh c sponsors i saw oh yeah so i 
at the at the nigga museum i took a picture uh with all the sponsors on the wall and i pointed to the fact that the nfl sponsors uh gave a million dollars to the the museum but i was wearing my uh team kaepernick shirt at the time because i was like so y'all agree that we need to support the stories of these black lives that was struck down in the history and the important contributions to america but some odd reason this black man can't get a job in the nfl because he cares a little too much about black lives and black history hmm, interesting he says i saw the nfl and nba were on the sponsor list but mlb was conspicuously absent did you see them anywhere else mac uh mac i didn't even like read all of them i like i read some of them but i wasn't uh <laughs> it's uh, fire starter has a great podcast episode they talk about that millie uh talking about the millions that of who was on that wall and who gave to the nigga museum and who didn't and uh it's such a good segment but they are absolutely right man there was a lot of people i was looking for like i had my own people i was like uh you niggas made a whole lot of money out black people i hope i see your name up there nike you know so i definitely was doing that checking but i didn't check for the mlb that's a good one um will says negro con hey hey, what's up y'all words can't express how proud and happy i was for y'all uh last weekend y'all did the damn thing negro con was basically all your favorite artists teaming up to do a summer tour the up and smoke tour has nothing on y'all i just listened to the live recording and i could feel the energy that was in the room i wanted it all to go off without a hitch and from everything i heard and everything karen posted it looks like it did i just kept retweeting everything lol next year hashtag negro con will be trending trust and believe i wanted it all to go off uh oh wait uh a um rod from having to dip out in the hallway at work to calling in the morning jones to have a negro con man listen words really can't express yeah man big and better things moving on up and all that but absolutely i'll never forget corporate life um you know i hope i not have to go back to it but i'll never forget just um that struggle dog and i i'm so appreciative i it was it was like as it was happening it still was a lot to take in because it's like uh what we did changed a lot for people you know like we might have made history um doing what we did like three independent podcasts coming together putting on a show black podcasts uh selling it out having people come to town like shit just the audience at negro con could have did a live podcast because it was so many talented people in the room like it was just amazing i know justin doesn't uh listen to the regular show but i was proud as hell seeing him up there with his premium only self it was a blessing to see the three of y'all rocking that stage together yep remember when i was telling you i was thinking about friends one of the things that mattered to me in that group and in that setting was having justin on stage with us because that that is my friend that dude has been in my house when it was just me and karen and that snowball mike uh mm-hmm. like that that you know you, you justin and will yeah shout out to will for people to go back that far it says a lot about uh people uh and how they maintain they what how they maintain their friendships and shit it says a lot about people it's very telling and you can tell people that all their friends is new niggas they met on the internet last week and then in in another month or two they'll be talking shit about their ass and how they don't get along and nobody's good enough and you're like well isn't it just you you it says a lot when people can't maintain connections uh and i think uh 
the the people we were working with uh with chris and brandon and twan and uh, like all those people are family from way back and uh and justin seeing him there too it matters to me uh that he was there um anyways y'all have a good week i'll be over here getting my coins together so i can meet up with y'all next year as always thanks for the content oh and karen don't make any apologies for posting all those pics thank you for capturing the spirit of the event for those of us who couldn't make it i got my entire black life to everything you posted peace y'all i was literally posting everything i was finding other people pics and posting them i honey if i found your pic it got posted i'm just letting you know she did she filled her phone up guys the eye, she got a message from the iphone people like your shit is full what are you doing and i was like full of what i was confused your I- iCloud <laughs> is to the to the still ceiling right because i looked at roger like i don't put nothing up in the cloud he said you do i said no i don't he was like well you do because it's giving you the message i didn't know it's possible to fill the cloud up but karen <laughs> found know, a way that cloud was like i am full bitch uh soak up all the love from fender case who says good morning Ryder karen i hope this makes it in time for the feedback show well you did i listened to the live show and despite the difficult audio i loved it i nearly teared up with pride and joy when all the people started singing all the songs since i started listening i've been singing along under my breath when i'm at work and it was joyful to hear everyone else do the same thing i hope you felt our, our fandom and our love when it happened oh i did i like if you see the video i literally just lay back like lean back like look at you niggas singing this song ain't that some shit y'all really do love this shit uh because you really don't know man like that's the thing about doing something where you do it at home i like i, I am an introvert i'm not just always looking for some like i want to go out and meet the people like that's not me so uh to see that many people that really like get it they're not just out there because they like your tweets or they're not just out there because uh whatever they're like just just the place to be like they're out there because they love what you do and have some knowledge of it and appreciate you and they were showing that appreciate appreciation and it was also awesome to see them like bond and get to know each other and to, to hang out with each other because it's like everybody was kind of like we all do this every day when we hear this song and that was beautiful uh keep doing what you're doing uh and i'm gonna stay premium it is by far the best money i spend period oh and karen you are so supportive the other day when you warned us not to stress your husband was truth i literally straightened up in my seat and got on my best behavior i posted in the group that everyone needs to get themselves a partner who has your back like that what you are is a spe- is special and rare thank you for being you daps and hugs fender case thanks dog thank uh is that everybody um yep that's everybody all right so you want to talk about negro con yep we, we talk about it, everything all right well basically um so uh, i'll try to let me see what the time is okay cool uh because we got to go to the ups store before we they close okay. all right but uh all right so uh we flew out of charlotte to dc um it was uh, uh america airlines and uh since one since it's a kind of business expense and then two because i just have always wanted to and then three because the fucking flight to miami on delta the seat in front of me was in my knees every fucking step of the way uh i was like let's do first class seats never done that before me either um and it is expensive 
and it was expensive mm-hmm. like it definitely ain't some every time shit it definitely ain't some but i understand if i flew why. if i flew frequently i couldn't see myself doing it but i was like i'm gonna treat myself because i'm gonna be on a plane once possibly twice this year i'm gonna treat myself i saved up our coins we got enough we're gonna be first class baby i told you if you stick with me you'll be able to get the finer <laughs> things in life diamonds and gold and first class seats and uh so we was like you know let's do first class so um one if you do first class you can just get there when you feel like it the line was so short at least here in, yeah, in charlotte and then they had a priority like even with the uh tsa they had like a priority yeah. oh and one thing i did like about american airline them shit is organized when you walk up you got kiosk everywhere. what the fuck is all these kiosks everywhere so basically everybody basically checks in with the, through the kiosk and then walks up which saves so much fucking time but go ahead yeah we didn't know that at first so mm-hmm. we went through the line remember mm-hmm. yeah we went through the line the first time but uh yeah so but apparently if you like like you can just go there and print your shit out right there and check your bags even yeah. right there and we was priority. Just, just another person that got rid of a job by a machine that's gonna turn yes. on us and crash a plane one day on um, some terrorist shit and we're gonna be like was it was it isis is it like no it was me so yeah it's <laughs> just handing over all our shit to the robots anyway mm-hmm. so we uh we get checked in and then like as soon as we check in they like uh sir what are you because there's the other thing i guess people that take first class probably take it all the time right we, we basically didn't. like some country bumpkins mm, yeah in the big city cause yeah we didn't know we was priority we didn't know that they was like uh no 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 you 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 go to the special line i was like what yeah so we went to go to the line to check in and they were like why are you here and i was like because we trying to get on the plane gotta go through tsa that's like no 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 you want to go down to line four uh to the short one and i was like oh they got a short line so we go there they like uh yeah priority first and we was like that's what it says on this stamp yeah, yeah that's what it says it like all right priority first go ahead just come on through and then we went to that and then we got to the plane basically early and then we get then you get it on the plane first which you know mm-hmm. when i before when we ain't had them first class tickets i was so envious of the people that got on first because i was just like oh they don't got standing out line and all this shit so you get on first they get like basically the first overhead compartment is just your shit so like and and i guess they a lot of people don't bring a lot of luggage in first class so like we was just putting like a tablet in there a purse <laughs> you know other like when i back in the back with the paws <laughs> you <laughs> know just was packed they couldn't barely shut them <laughs> with you guys uh the non-firsties is what we call you um back in the back man it's be like hold on i need to put my fucking person size suitcase <laughs> on on top of your fragile items just, let right. me just shove it in there on your glass memorial uh stuff i, I know i hear poof poof <laughs> right poof. Poof. Okay, it locked. Like, no, not my grandmama's fine china. Ching ling, ching ling, crack, crack. Thank you, fuck. <laughs> sorry, I have to put my, <laughs> I have to put my bag of bricks on top of it. I'm sorry. They gave, <laughs> they gave zero fucks, and they would slam that shit hard as hell. I looked at right like, we sit back here again, and I ain't put shit up there. They're like, I'm a brick salesman, sir. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have to do this. Um, so that was one of the things was we, you know, so we, uh, and then like when we took off the seat i was in the front row and the seat um i don't think it meant i don't think it's supposed to but it just reclined on its own i think the seat was broke or something 
but uh i since i didn't know what the fuck out I, I did i just thought oh these seats just go back on their own right like apparently these motherfuckers this is so comfortable i feel like i'm in a recliner on this motherfucking seat and so we get to the end of the flight and they're like return your seats to the upright position and i'm like my shit won't go up this is it's just stuck like this and they're like sir you need to hit the button on the side i was like oh shit so i hit the button yeah. and it came back back up most of the way not all the way because it's like it was kind of fucked up yeah. and so i realized i was like damn i just rode just was in this plane my seat reclined the whole time and i remember last time when i was in the plane and the dude reclined his seat in front of me and it was jammed into my fucking knee because there was no room and so i just turned around i apologized because the lady behind i was like ma'am i'm sorry i didn't know my seat was reclined and um you know i didn't mean to take it go into your room or whatever you know and i it was a white lady and so part of me was like i ain't apologize but part of me was like i really didn't mean that shit and i'm sorry she was like oh no it's so much room i don't i didn't matter yeah it, it, she she didn't even feel in and you know because it's a little different because when you do first class you have like a flight attendant and like the first like four to six seats as just that flight attendant's little area like she don't got the she don't that, that person don't really fuck with the rest of the plane actually so hey, people were bored and she was like would you like something to drink i was thinking people still come on the plane would you like fuck it you're sitting down would you like something to drink and then when they bring you snacks they don't bring you they don't bring you the poor people snacks she 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 has a, a a bouquet of shit i was like oh i didn't know we had all this shit what is this yes i like to try some of them cookies yeah they give you like real glasses and shit for your water right. i know she looked at us and laughed i looked at roger because like i said we country buck i was like ooh. i had to throw ah. i was about to throw a bottle away because i got a bottle of water before we got on the plane and they was like and she was just like sir i have it for you i, I was like damn i didn't even get a chance to lift the bottle up to throw away she was already over <laughs> right? there disgusted she was like, we know you paid a lot for these tickets disgusted with herself for ever letting me even think about throwing right? the bottle away by myself but yeah um so yeah it was man it was as comfortable it was cool the flight was smooth it only took an hour even though it said it would take an hour and a half um it just took an hour to get there um i don't think it actually took an hour actually it okay well karen doesn't even think it took an hour guys so mm-hmm. there you guys go uh and <laughs> uh but we get there and uh we basically just went to um to uh to get an uber to uh the hotel and we stayed in our same hotel we stayed in last year mm-hmm. which is cool because they have a real cool downtown in dc mm-hmm. it's kind of smallish but it's literally it's smallish but that everything is in that one location yep so i just like the convenience of just being able to go where we need to go by uber right uh and so the when we got there that day i feel like what did we do did we do um the tour that day no we did the next day that was friday Mm -hmm. okay so that day i know we went ate with nick jew no that that day we actually Thursday did night? lunch we actually did well hold on we yeah but we also did eat with nick jew that night that night okay that all night. right i'm not done okay all right so um we get in the hotel check in and everything and you know we're happy to be there i'm a little bit tired because uh you know traveling stresses me out it yeah. just does and we got there early the lady was like uh yeah you because you know check-in is like at four we were there yeah we got early. at the hotel at like noon and uh i was because i somebody was like well you can just bring your bags and be like can y'all hold our bags and we'll come back and check in at four and i was like we could probably do that 
um but i was like maybe they'll let us check in early and i was like because i mean maybe all the rooms ain't sold out also right. kind of didn't really start to the next day correct um so i was like yeah we want to check in or whatever and we gave her the room number she was like yeah check in is not till four but and i didn't know you could do this this is also a part of being an adult right right because my thing is as an adult is this there's a lot of shit i just don't know if you can do or not right but for the most part it's not like whatever issue i'm coming up with is something that these professionals have never experienced before right they so i have to remind myself that sometimes because i don't want to be a bother but at the same time they should be trained to do all that shit correct so um you know my thing was like well i'm just gonna ask if we just go in the room now you know i, I remember when i was him. like 17 18 19 getting a hotel room i would never ask that because i've been like well who knows i'm kind of you know what i mean but yeah i was like i'm just gonna ask can we go in and it was like yeah you can go on you can go in it's like 25 dollars extra to check in early and i was like yeah well, fuck it let's go right. like just charge it to the card or whatever the fuck we go in now uh so we went in um we were thinking about what we were gonna get to eat and stuff and okay so the other part is you gotta keep in mind the whole trip i'm not hungry at all i'm not like i'm just i'm very much focused on i want to do a good show i want to be prepared i want to have good jokes i i i'm the one who looks at all the itinerary and stuff i have everything scheduled uh y'all don't know necessarily just about me in real life but in my regular ass life i fucking hate a schedule i hate a schedule i hate it i hate a schedule more than anything else in the world like i i don't mind knowing that i want to do shit but there's two types of people there's the type a people that plan every fucking thing out right and then there's me where i like going with the flow i like everything to feel organic i don't like to be pressured i don't like to be put in situations that aren't uh naturally occurring to me like that's just not my thing i know that that and i know that it's against a whole lot of people's makeup and it pisses them off when they are hanging out with me because i'm like why the fuck would we do that if we want to go over there we just get up and go over there and some things in life have to be planned out yeah like a vacation has to be planned out but it stresses me out and i don't know why and i don't even know what can be done about it i it's just it is what it is at this point okay <laughs> like i enjoyed our miami trip yes because because we went down there and it was like well you we're not going on stage for two days right. so, so we actually just let's just go out and do shit and we'll do it at our own leisure we and we just kind of make it up as we go that's me 100 percent. that's what i prefer uh i can do both like i, I can do a schedule yeah. like i can be i can do it i just know. it just stresses me out it just it doesn't matter what it is it just i immediately if i have a doctor's appointment i start getting stressed out the day before <laughs> just because i know i got something planned i, I don't know what it is y'all it, anyway uh, i'm sure it's something but i don't know what it is <laughs> um so uh you know we we're basically like okay uh we get hit up by people too so like nobody we got so many listeners and friends and fans in that area Mm -hmm. nobody wants us to do anything alone Ah! and keep in mind i likes my solace like ain't nothing wrong with doing something alone what's wrong with that me and my baby can't just go out and get something to eat we can't just hang out maybe i just want to talk to her in a different city but uh you know people was like oh man y'all doing lunch where y'all going what y'all doing so uh randolph terrence from three guys on hit us up on uh, direct message on facebook and was like y'all y'all settled in yeah what y'all doing for lunch uh and i was like 
we don't have no plans he was like well i could swing by the hotel and we could just go grab something and i was like that's cool you know um which you know we got a little bit of our stuff unpacked and we're just chilling anyway and uh i was using this time to figure out you know what we're gonna do about the facebook group and shit so i had other stuff going anyway um and he comes by the hotel we go to uh start walking to get something to eat he was like let's go to chinatown and then just before we got to chinatown we just saw a restaurant on the corner called cuba libre and he had never been there before and you know obviously we had never been there before so we was like let's do this because we went to miami we had some good ass cuban food and we have there's nothing like that here yeah and there's nothing like that in uh charlotte like Mm -mm. we have a couple cuban places but it ain't fucking Mm -hmm. with that motherfucking uh cuban food we had in little havana no it's not so uh we go to um cuba libre and it was a good time we talked to randolph about all kinds of stuff podcasts and shit lit. i talked bill mar bill murray like you i mean bill cosby you, we could have recorded our conversation and put Ooh. it out as a podcast it was so fun um and he told us about the venue for um because he's a comedian so he knows about the venues in the local dc area and he was saying like yo y'all could have put even more seats in there and probably filled that shit up with 150 200 people and i was like yeah that's cool the only thing is it's the first one we do want it to be comfortable for everybody right we are going to be selling they're going to be selling food and alcohol and we want people to have room to eat and drink right um and we kind of want it to be intimate so but yeah he was like man you could do it at this other venue this other thing so like he had a whole bunch of ideas for the sequel basically um and yeah we had a good time with him man that he went back to work and uh shout out to our waiter this dude that some kind of brown <laughs> sound felt like he was black yeah, some kind of I brown it was, black. it was his like birthday and shit and he was in here working on his birthday so uh, i left him a good tip and whatnot and then uh so we go to um back to the hotel and we basically chill until it's time to go meet nick jew for uh at, at a place called the green turtle i want to say i think that's the name of it yeah i kept fucking that i i didn't i kept tanking that internally i had to google it several times <laughs> like i kept wanting to call it the green frog and the tree frog and shit <laughs> it's the green turtle which was just a bar and we went there and we had dinner with nick jew and aaron and kendra his yeah, wife we didn't know they were showing up i did aaron from the black astronauts oh, I, I did karen didn't know no um i'm just long for the ride yeah and uh we had a good dinner uh our waitress was a little bit in eh, but we had a good right. we were having too much fun to 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 let her affect us yeah it was a low-key like uh it was a low-key spot kind of and then we took that if you guys follow us y'all saw the picture we all took that was fun mm-hmm. um and let's see what else uh so then that was the end of that night because mm-hmm. after that i was I, I ain't gonna lie i was tired anyway uh and like i said i was stressed out i don't even fucking eat much it's uh, it's a horrible way to enjoy a city because every the number one thing most people want to do when they land somewhere is eat all the food and i just wasn't feeling it now i hope hopefully it's not a um recurring thing hopefully it's just this one time or whatever but i wasn't sick i just didn't want to eat you know um go ahead oh and last time i got sick so i was i was super 
selective about what the fuck i was eating hey, anyway because i was right. like last time you sick the whole i time. was eating everything like just don't get me sick just don't get me just don't want to get sick just don't want to fucking get sick i'm gonna be at the show da, da. so i was kind of stressing myself out with that which might have psyched me out a little bit but whatever the fuck i wasn't i was just nibbling on shit like i, I ain't gonna get eating. sick okay um and uh what else happened? okay so then friday uh i was like we should do a tour Mm-hmm. so i signed and so the hotel when you use a wi-fi it then takes you to this page where it's like things to do in dc and it was like get on our hop on hop off tours and we did a tour in miami and i thought that was cool you know the boat tour the millionaire boat tour we got to see everybody's yachts and fucking houses and shit on the water and whatnot so i was like let's do dc i've never seen the monuments really uh you know last time we were here we were in and out we didn't have time to do this shit so we was like let's do it so uh i scheduled it for us and it's a hustle because when i bought it the thing was like i thought i was just buying like one day tour apparently you you buy it and it's like it's a two-day tour mm-hmm. okay and that doesn't mean that you have to go on the tour both days but basically you can go you can go two days you couldn't just buy one so i got two tickets for two days we go down to union's station or whatever yeah, you gotta go yeah, i think that's the name yes and um the fucking the first of all we're sitting on a bus me and karen the only two people on this fucking bus so i'm like okay are they about to just take a tour with just us on it right and then later they like said that the tour was gonna be done for the day for some reason and it was like weird because we actually got there kind of early, early but they was talking like i don't know if something was wrong with the bus and then they said somebody on another bus got in a wreck so it was just sound like a mm-hmm. like it was sounding like we wasn't gonna get our damn tour is what it was sounding like i'm like i know i ain't pay all this money come down here for y'all motherfuckers to be like uh Not our bad like the thing said a bus leave every 10 20 minutes whatever the fuck i'm on a bus let's go i don't give a fuck if it's me and karen <laughs> right we gonna, i'll do the tour guiding we're gonna this see the, something that's the lincoln memorial they go lincoln let's go they go big ass statue y'all next you know what i mean like i'll figure it out but uh yeah so we were sitting on there and this other this woman that was the tour guide came on and she was ridiculous she was from she was was like where are you she kept calling everybody her friends she's like where are you from my friends i was like uh north carolina oh i'm from north carolina now a lot of people go oh cool you met a friend from north carolina in a in a whole another city in that dope rod and karen no what i was thinking was what kind of north carolinian because that matters to keep in mind we from north carolina y'all we don't represent the common the the actual it's a lot of 53 percent went white women in north carolina come on so she was like oh yeah i'm from the riley area my friends and it's so nice to see you today my friends um so how long are y'all in the city today and so she was telling us all this and then eventually she got to the point where she was about to tell us we wasn't gonna get our tour and she was like now this might be the last bus today my friends you can come back at 7 30 my friends and i was like uh no the fuck we won't be with this get, get to driving and so <laughs> uh she was like well this bus uh is not full enough for us to go out but there was another bus behind us that was almost full so we could just hop on with that one and go on the tour she would be the tour guide so that's what we did uh we hopped on this other bus and we're doing this tour and it's like two three o'clock in afternoon let me tell you something my friends uh it was way too fucking high for that tour 
like it ain't the same as the ocean breeze in miami in fucking october dog like this was smoking it was smoking i was sweating like solomon northrop in that motherfucker and ain't no water on the tour ain't no towels on the tour and i'm just sitting there sweating like a motherfucker and then it's a hop on hop off tour which actually means they stop at each memorial spot and ask you if you want to get off and then you can wait for another bus to come out you can hop on with that bus instead the problem is that mean when they stop because you on the top on the top ain't no uh ain't no roof uh so on the top ain't no ac so every time they stop i'm just sitting there doing a countdown solemnly in my head of like uh one one thousand two one thousand how long are you going to talk nigga get off the bus if you're getting let's go let's go we got like i couldn't be in charge of the tour it was too hot i would have been up there like all right we got and she would be like now this stop right here is the air and space museum if you guys would like to get off my friends just let me know okay we have two friends getting off two friends if you guys want to get here down this is where they have things such as the the space shuttles and we have uh amelia Earhart's boots and we have all kinds of things this is one of the few places that charges my friends okay we got two friends getting off three friends three friends in the meantime up front like get the fuck off it's hot that's enough let's go let's go let's go let's go move it move it move it you know and so uh I, I took that shit for about eight stops and i get we got some good pictures of shit but i took that shit for like eight stops and i finally was like karen and i'm gonna tell y'all the straw that broke the cameras back for me okay she was like now this we took to the more to the martin luther king memorial mm-hmm. it's like this is martin luther king he was a very important special man he was one of the greatest orators of all time he's one of my favorite speakers i him he's not he's up there and then my number one is ronald reagan my friend and me and roger looked at each other and was like i think we gonna get off at i was like i forgot i don't know how this happened because she brought it up two or three times i just fucking forgot that half of the history of the i was going for the monuments i wanted to see right lincoln you know what i'm saying i want i did want to see uh martin luther king's monument i did want to see yeah, we didn't get that far into it yeah well no we we got there we went okay. there okay i did want to see the world war ii monument. i i forgot though that half this shit is just slave owners and people i hate so it's like and this is thomas jefferson right here my friends look to your right you will see thomas jefferson now he's a very complicated man because he believed in freedom and liberty and after his wife passed away yes it is this is true my friends after his wife passed away he had several more children with his slave sally hemmings so the hemmings and the jeffersons are related my friends isn't that something i was like the fucking slave on a rapist and i was like oh wait wait this is why am i on this tour and roger like y'all think roger is over that like she literally said my friend a thousand times on this goddamn trip i was so i it was the slave owners with baseball cards uh on them shit and i was just like i have to get the fuck off of this because i'm gonna turn around and be like bitch fuck ronald reagan and and then everybody's gonna be like that black man went crazy on the it's hot as hell he passed we out right after he said off. it right right after he said he passed out from exhaustion so we got off and uh took a uber uh back to the hotel mm-hmm. and then karen was hungry uh per the used 
and we uh hit up um because i just like i'm not going to some fucking restaurant sitting down i was feeling tired as fuck uh i did want some water so i was like let's go to this pot bellies oh, it was so good and it was like a sandwich place they have up there someone said we got one in charlotte but i don't know it says downtown okay yeah That's so why, i don't go downtown we had pot bellies and uh i gotta say man it was a good ass sandwich oh it was delicious Mm-hmm. i enjoyed it and they toasted like quiznos and shit mm-hmm. uh and let me tell you that sandwich was good my friends okay ah! i had the pizza sandwich my friends it was flying. they added bacon and mushrooms my friends now karen sold me out because she's like i just want to bite and i was like that's cool because i'm not that hungry so you can just have some of mine if you want and she was like oh you want to get the pizza i was like yeah we'll get the pizza and the woman was like what size and i was like well i guess we'll get the big one since we splitting it obviously and then as soon as i ordered karen's like i would actually want a whole different ass sandwich and a shake and i was like the fuck kind of sellout bullshit was this i we had one plan i trusted you man and you betrayed me as soon as we got in here yes i betrayed you because i'm gonna tell you why i would have fuck around and gobbled your sandwich up and you'd have been looking at me no like, i wouldn't have no you wouldn't have most of my sandwiches left because i wasn't hungry i was telling you the truth oh, okay i said i wasn't hungry i wasn't gonna eat it karen just couldn't wait to shark me y'all she just didn't care as soon as we got in there her eyes got wide as saucers and she oh they was so good plotted her betrayal so she of course betrayed me uh immediately and had me looking stupid eating one bite of my sandwich and being like yeah, you gonna eat the rest of this uh she didn't eat none Mm-mm um then uh back in the hotel i think i took a shower and laid down because it was hot as fuck we had been sweating balls all day and um you know uh and then we had dinner with uh shanti's um uh shanti who's chris's girlfriend her family her her sister and her brother uh, brother-in-law and their child and uh shanti's mom was there and then chris and us and uh that was also awesome because like i said didn't really want to do big groups of people didn't really feel like doing um like you know another like meet and greet type thing i'm still focusing on tomorrow doing the show and just you know like i said not feeling too hot um and uh they also had like home cooked food and shit and we got there by riding the metro which we had never done before Mm -hmm. um which i know we overpaid because i just paid for a day pass because i was like fuck it i can't figure this machine out we you talked about that yeah it's confusing that shit yeah that metro is some bullshit though because it'd be like uh cause I you know I prepared I went and looked up a YouTube t- tutorial on how to ride that shit uh so yeah I was looking at this shit and it's like it's some old like guesstimate bullshit where it's like if you're going from this point to that point it might be 260 but on peak hours it's 360 I'm like well how the fuck I'm supposed to know what the fuck I ain't from here you know what I'm saying and so I was like y'all confusing me on purpose take the 15 dollars just take it i know right. that's what this was really about right that way we covered no matter where the fuck maybe i could have got that for 650 
maybe not what i, I what i don't want to do is get to the fucking turnstile and the shit not work right i want to and it was like don't take it during rush hour because that's when you know it's gonna be crowded and people will be the most aggressive well guess what motherfucker i ain't have a choice our first ride gotta be during rush hour so we took it and uh it worked out fine but like i said i know we overpaid mm-hmm. um and that's fine yeah. i because they I also tell you buyer, well, i still got the card because the other thing they do they don't tell you is if your ass try to get off and you ain't paid enough you get stuck like chuck so i was like let me just overpay so we can get the fuck off right so and we then you have to scan in and ain't scan out i didn't know that right karen took the cards because see i yeah looked up the tutorial before yes, we did. even got on the damn thing so karen takes the car she's like i'll put them up so i'll hold them on my purse i said it's cool so we get off the plant off the uh metro i'm like karen um you need to get those cars back out it's like no we already paid we own already i was like what? no we He's like no it don't run like this karen. i said i said that's not how it works we just need them out no i'll get them out when we need them then i said okay you know what one i don't give a fuck about arguing about this because i i one i know i'm right so it's not like i'm guessing i absolutely know for a fact that what i'm saying is right <laughs> the second part of it is fuck it if you want to wait till we get in line to get them out that's fine i just didn't want to be holding somebody up i didn't want to give anybody a, a reason to have an attitude with us you know um or whatever you know i was just like i just want to make it look like we be on this shit every day and right. we extremely you know i just want to fit in like certain shit i just want to fit in washington dc is not as bad as like i hear new york is right but you know i can't even take care when i go to new york because <laughs> she's gonna be looking at how big the buildings are and talking in that country accent to strangers and get us <laughs> mugged and shit so like these are the things i had to think about <laughs> as the person in charge of the trips because right of stuff like that i'm, I'm like sorry. we just gonna get it's gonna look like the beginning of fucking uh unbreakable kimmy schmidt Aww. going with karen so i don't want to deal with that so uh yeah we um we get off um chris picks us up we go to shanti's uh family's crib man the food was so good like we had like i said i wish i could eat more and but like i said i just i wasn't hungry enough to really grub like i wanted but i did give me like a couple ribs Mm -hmm. i got me some greens i got me some uh they had some scalloped potatoes uh they had some cake that i didn't get none of uh they had because karen left my piece there i didn't mean to i'm so sorry it was a running theme y'all it's really a running theme i never got any cake the whole trip um and so then um which is fine because honestly i i wasn't that hungry to to, uh, to be honest um so yeah we get um we get uh back to um oh yeah uh yeah someone said will you get off the terms of cost of the trip oh we know what i'm saying is they don't make it very um user friendly user friendly what you should be able to do is push a button where you get on and say this is why i want to get off and it should tell you like that's three dollars or whatever right instead it's just like uh during peak hours it might be 260 or it might be 370 depends on what's going on I'm like fucking from here make it simple are you trying to go back because it's not that's another thing i was like just give me the day pass because i i want to feel like i put this shit down i can get on and off when i want to uh oh and they raised the prices this sunday mm. uh but the train was nice that we was in it mm-hmm. felt new it felt new uh i heard that they had used to have dirty trains anyway we fucking go hang out with chris and them have a great time mm-hmm uh i know uh, pictures are online yeah really enjoy ashanti's uh family man she yes pro- we love them they remind me of my own family mm-hmm. uh to a certain um 
to a certain extent they remind me of my family which was uh probably some of my favorite parts uh, uh of the trip was little shit like that like i don't i don't need to be a big flashy like we went out we all had drinks we got drunk like nah i'm much more of a like yo that was cool hanging out with their family talking about tv shows and the podcast and pulling out this negro con thing and what what all we were gonna do mm-hmm. uh so yeah that was that was probably uh if not that was one of my favorite meals um mm-hmm. and his favorite nights uh hanging out with them um and also uh that friday we went to the nigga museum right mm-hmm. so uh for the nigga museum uh i would give y'all a blow by blow thing but i'll just say here one we just did the the, the bottom half so we did the black suffering and it's, slavery it's a total of six floors y'all they don't yeah. let you know that we did three floors um and i'm when i come back i'm gonna do the other three floors mm-hmm. the top mm-hmm. but we did the bottom three floors and justin and turk went with us and we took pictures of everything it's all on facebook and shit mm-hmm. um and so so uh how did you feel about the trip uh like how did it make you feel doing it it was sometimes overwhelming um you i I know it might sound weird but sometimes you could actually feel the oppression i don't know if that makes sense like just reading it and and looking and observing all the things it just it, it hits you in the chest um you know the shit is real but it becomes more real when you start reading and seeing things hands on and looking and kind of just soaking everything in and taking pictures you could just feel kind of a, i know i did like a heaviness on your heart where you go wow look at what the fuck my people survive through you know because they go through like american slavery they go through european slavery and you get to see a lot a lot of shit that i don't think otherwise i would have never seen in my lifetime yeah so for me it was kind of a mixed feeling because one uh there's so many people yes it is and so it like and it's purposely overwhelming at the bottom and purposely makes you feel claustrophobic yes it does um and it's and like there's too much shit there's it's impossible to truly take in this museum in one day it's impossible yeah, i would but say everybody told us yeah two to three days yeah which is fine this is not a knock against it i mm-hmm. just want you to understand like the purpose of the bottom floor specifically is to make you feel overwhelmed purposeful now yeah. when we was in line the first problem i had as soon as we got there what the fuck are any white people doing ahead of me in line i don't care that they got here earlier ah! this is our shit okay you should go all the way to the back out of reparations give up your spot to black people and y'all get in when we're done that's my that's what i would have preferred but whatever they do it their way we do mine whatever um then then like white people were so courteous that they were never seen white people just move out of brother's way so smooth you could be looking and they would just shift and move yeah like if you wanted to look at oh my god am i in your vision am i Mm -hmm. i didn't mean being your line of sight and i'm just like it's fine white man i'm not gonna fucking have the amistad revolt in here today but they were oh my god i almost stepped on your shoes i'm like it's it's fine white people it's fine uh you must be a good white person if you ain't here you made it this far you know uh i wouldn't go to the niggas are trash museum i don't think i'd go to that one the men are trash museum like i don't think i could make it in the men are trash museum i would just 
i'll be like that's that's not my space i don't want to go in there and be reminded of the trash that i am but nah so white people was in there and shit that's although now in my mind i'm thinking national museum of men are trash and historical historic history and culture that would be a good museum <laughs> ike turner's uh guitar would be in there <laughs> that museum would be lit that museum would be ridiculous oh my god i kind of want it now maybe i would go see it chris brown like i have a statue in there oh man thomas jefferson to be in there ain't he in the nick museum ah! duality oh man anyway so uh we, we um you know you feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. and they basically separate the bottom floor and this one side is american slave chattel slavery the other side is like european chattel slavery mm-hmm. but both of them eventually bring you to the same point which is white people ain't shit and uh and then it opens up to a big ass room yeah you get you get involved in like uh some of the things i really the things that struck out to me um when they show you the uh tools and stuff that people had to use mm-hmm. to um to plow and till the fields and they show you pieces of ships when they show you the manifest of these ships where they started with 125 slaves and some of them they, so many people died on the on the on the ship on the on the passage that it would arrive with one slave five slaves yeah. so that many slaves died just in the middle passage through the brutality of slavery yeah and then like i said you read the stuff and I think one of the things that the average life of a slave was seven years. It was if it was in Alabama at a certain colony, as soon as you like fucking got off the ship, you seven years later you was gonna be dead. Yeah, yeah. It and what they don't uh what a lot of people don't know either is that, you know, when they got people they would have literally have them chained together. And so if anybody got sick or anybody would die, they would throw the whole line off. So it was 10 to 15 to 20 of y'all all chained together. That whole line would be checked off if one person got sick or died. And so that's something, you know, they don't tell you. And we were property. And since we were property, what they all they're going to do is cash in the insurance that they had on us because we are like boxes to them, you know. So, you know, it's one of these things where, you know, people don't realize uh, how much uh, – like I said, we are superheroes. Let's go. Yeah, we are superheroes because any other people would have literally been wiped out. Yeah, they tried to kill us, man. We're pretty much our existence is the evidence to the greatest crime ever pulled off in human history. Right, so that's, that's why they, they they want us gone because we are reminders and evidence um, of one the fact that they would have the audacity to try to pull off such a crime, but then two uh their own lack of humanity and empathy towards their fellow brothers and sisters and thirdly um the fact that they couldn't do it we are a reminder that they could not get rid of us and that's why they want to get rid of us so bad they just want to finish the job they started anyway um so these uh so other things i the things that stood out to me you know because there's like a lot of stuff you already know harry tubman and uh you know sundown laws and stuff like that but uh some of the things that stood out to me uh they showed the collars and the chains for children slaves infants yeah like babies they would put a fucking you put a a a a manacle on a fucking baby like who does that and they're tiny um huh i said yeah they're real tiny and small yeah uh things like uh you know they had testimonials they had journals they had like some recordings of 
people talking about like uh you know slaves being sold their family members being sold uh the business of slavery is the thing that sticks out the most to me because like obviously it's like guys it's so claustrophobic you're on top of each other you're like you i think you're supposed to feel the pressure of of this this undertaking of the fact that this was the lifeblood of a country like that that you are being pushed together like the slaves were when they were that Mm -hmm. that that oppression is on you that pressure is on you i think that's why so many people have such harsh like emotional responses to the first couple floors right is because it is designed to manipulate you into that overwhelming claustrophobic what's gonna happen next what am i reading where am i going feeling like you can barely go like i would love to go there when no one's there so i could literally walk around and really absorb each thing Mm -hmm. you don't really have time or space for that you just pick up the basics but the basic is is the biggest basic in the world which is that this fucking catastrophe was done to us and to these people and and it's this huge crime and this huge undertaking and it's organized and it is purposeful and it's systemic and there's no fucking way you weren't an evil son of a bitch if you did that there's no such thing as a good slave owner there's Mm -hmm. no such good thing there's no such thing as a a person that could willfully stand by and not realize it was an atrocity that's what you realize on those first steps that's what you realize on that part of the that part of the museum is it was not a passive crime no matter how it was not just the way things are they knew they knew the whole time so that was that was the thing i took from the bottom floor uh especially like and this is one of those things where i think people because it starts to lighten up a little bit and spread out as you get further in Mm -hmm. but one of the things one of the places i saw people walking by that i was like it's probably low-key in my opinion the most important um the most important a part of that exhibit to me is the part where they show the commerce where they show the insurance notes they show they show the currency they had slavery before they had a a single currency right so we had slavery when motherfuckers were paying you in uh you know jimmy mcclampett bills because jimmy mcclampett the blooms and yeah yeah like this insurance companies you give you money to spend like it was we didn't the slavery was the economy yes it was the bodies the people that was the economy it wasn't um that was the unifying um measurement of value was the fucking the slaves that's how prevalent it was it doesn't there's no way around it there's no way around it there's no one in this country that didn't benefit from slavery whether you were up north or not um and then like they talked they highlighted like how like jennifer general general washington made like black people a promise of their freedom if they would fight against the um uh the british and you know how like that kept coming up is like fight fight for us in this war you can get your freedom it's like so i gotta go out and die basically uh or so i gotta die a slave and you know that's, that's you know shit like that um what else freedom uh, papers we see, like freedom papers, papers. Uh, i think so they had an abolitionist section mm-hmm. the kkk robe stood out to me yep um, the coon shit all the stuff the minstrelsy uh where right, essentially 
they had to do this in order to continue to rob us of our humanity and in order to paint white people as altruistic um white man's burdens type where it's like we have to tell the silly negroes what to do that's why we are the way we are guys we're not being oppressive to them they need our guidance they need us to come in and lock them up and to make sure that they don't have too much money and power in their own land and shit they need us to do that because these silly negroes are too stupid they are whimsically dumb and we're the superior white race and people you think that doesn't still resonate with folks to this day come on that's why like white superiority is like same thing as like male superiority it's too much ingrained in our culture for me as a man to think that it's not real but white people there's some white people that do think uh you know the white privilege isn't a thing they think white superiority complex isn't a thing they don't even realize that they've been indoctrinated the way we've been indoctrinated the same way that you see black people that hate black people that have anti-blackness and, and hang-ups and shit that happens with white people too like they're not the only ones affected by this systemic bullshit like we're all affected by it but we're the worst injured for it because we're the targets of it as well as the people that um you know have been used to to uh spread it uh in many cases so um then like you see him we saw emmett till's um gray uh uh not grave his uh the yeah. casket um and that's probably the quote that stuck out the most to me mammy till's quote where she basically said because she was in chicago or something that um she watched the tv and would see you know the these niggas getting beat up on bridges and shit and civil rights and dogs sicked on her she was like yeah that is their problem she said that is a problem for those negroes but now i know it's a problem for me too because they kill her boy you know what i mean and that decision i can't even imagine the gut-wrenching decision of being like i'm going to have an open casket for my son who was brutally beaten i don't want him i don't want his face reconstructed anything i want people to see what these savages have done to my child um and it was like a three-day open casket funeral um and people would come view this this body but it was important and it led to a lot of people kind of getting their shit together and finding a unifying cause and to have like a highlight on this to be like y'all killed this little boy now i can't in today's society with the internet and viral videos and shit i don't even know if we would ever have a unifying cause and we couldn't do it for tamir rice and we couldn't do it for mike brown and shit I, and by unifying i don't mean black people I'm, I'm not talking about black people but i mean unifying as in white people have to give a fuck to fix things and mm-hmm. they kill our children now and they don't care Mm-mm. but apparently at this time with enough transformative figures alive uh they cared enough to 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 do something to get the energy to do things then um and you know also for black people that felt disaffected by it, that was a wake-up call for them like oh this is real if it can happen here it can happen anywhere uh but yeah that was wild and then like the dude that works there is like do not fucking take no pictures and it says it everywhere and i think not with us but with Aaron from black astronauts when him and his wife went somebody took a picture and they meet they kicked them out of the museum like, like you bitch you got to go because it was people had realized it was under the under the family's request that no recordings or videos or pictures are taken 
and that was probably the only way they were probably even allowed to actually put that there and it's in the cut so many people skip past it if you don't it's almost like if you don't know that's where it is you just see this line you won't you won't pass it right so uh yeah and uh, and that was like a really important exhibit and then basically after that they even have like a little place so you can go sit down and like decompress um and then you go up to the next floor the next floor is like black power the 60s you know the movement all the stuff that we romanticize and you see you talk about gentrification yeah parts of it you know talking about the ghetto and how it was structured and things like that yeah uh you see uh you know all the stuff we know about black power you see black feminism uh uh like angela davis is up there uh shirley chisholm is up there um you see uh hip-hop for the first time uh, and it ends with the obamas um like a like a kind of a, a thing for the obamas and uh, michelle's dresses in there um and that was like the the end of the three floors basically mm-hmm. um and uh they had a whole exhibit dedicated to oprah yeah they had yep and uh well it's not it wasn't an exhibit but it was like she had her own place section right um and uh so so anyway after you get done with that you can you can like go to the you go back up to the floor where you initially got there and then uh, they have like a reflecting pool where you can kind of sit and there's like a waterfall thing and you can sit in there and, and chill for a second um and then they had the food court out not was well, not food court but this restaurant outside everybody told us to eat there but honestly man that line was too long and i was tired um maybe yeah, next time walk for a few hours yeah yeah maybe next time and so uh after that i was <laughs> i was like was that the whole museum because yeah. i was tired as fuck and it took us like a couple hours to do just and that I was looking at him like no and no, karen no. was like no baby it's three more flows ahead up up there i was like yeah so that was all we getting done today so i don't know what else to tell you i gotta go back and lay down uh before we go out with chris and them. um so yeah that was uh my nigga museum experience uh but uh the other only thing i would add is for me personally i didn't feel overwhelmed emotionally or get to the point where i was gonna cry and stuff because i think a lot of people did uh or a lot of people say they do and stuff but one i was kind of prepared because other people had talked about it and i heard them talk about it especially what's the t episode that was really good uh with reggie and nick yes, went over their experience also um i read about this shit all the time so some of and we've gone to a museum in south carolina in charleston mm-hmm. uh where it was like a slave auction block and you basically go through the whole experience there yeah, that was a lot so i've kind of seen this a lot and so i'm not saying i'm desensitized totally but part of me just is, is i think i'm just kind of like already there like i'm already at wherever the fuck people is getting to like i'm already wait i'm just like yeah these motherfuckers ain't shit and they just definitely tried to kill us and uh i knew all this shit and there's almost no horror of slavery i can't imagine because everything i read i'm always like that's even yep that's that's just in line with all the other shit y'all did um but uh i think we need it i think it's important i think people should go see it because if nothing else i need people to be reminded refreshed and i need them to see the things that have been hidden the things that they take for granted and i never want to see a motherfucker say some shit like uh we got enough slavery movies again in my life and i think this museum will go a long way in making people feel a certain level of um 
especially if you take the full thing but a certain level of pride in our story our story is the most american story in my opinion um uh a story uh like i want you to i think people should feel pride i think people should feel vigilant i think people should feel that we don't need to stop to stare away from our history and our past we have nothing to be ashamed of um also we need to know that shit because we wouldn't have donald trump in office if everybody clung tightly to the lessons learned then i feel like too many people um turn away because we can't take it like we're like i don't want to feel bad knowing these things happen well i need you to feel bad so that we don't let this shit happen again you know so that we don't have like i feel like if we wouldn't stop feeling like we fixed everything easily and then turn away from it we wouldn't have the mass incarceration issues we have now come on like if we were vigilant if we stomped this shit out because you do have to be vigilant you do have to be violent you do have to be angry you do have to be aggressive they are putting nooses inside and outside that museum every day why because they don't want us to be in there and they still want us to be afraid they want us to be afraid of learning about ourselves and by ourselves i'm not even just talking about black people everybody in america need to go to this fucking museum and learn about us america the people that did the shit does and the people that survived the shit we all need to learn and know so that we won't be ever be taken uh unaware again because too often we're taken unaware by shit that is patently obvious and historical and cyclical too fucking often are we like i can't believe white people would do this i can't believe well if you fucking knew a little something just a little something you'd be like that's absolutely believable you can't just stomp that out by not by i don't see color you can't just stomp that out by not caring you can't just stomp that out by being like i'm gonna pull myself up on my bootstraps i need people to see the scope of the problem so you can see that all the solutions that people have and all the shit that people have tried while we don't need to turn on other black people for their solutions i need them to understand the scope of the problem because nobody's figured this out yet none of us people have tried people have tried every fucking great idea that you think you have that no one's done before somebody has tried some version of that and been snuffed out for it if it got too good you know whether they burn down black wall street come on you know whether it's the chicago riots whether it's fucking uh cleveland riots like white people anytime every fucking idea we've had let's just do it by ourselves we'll go separate ourselves they will fucking kill you for getting too good at that well let's uh well fuck it let's integrate into society they will kill you for wanting to get too close to them it's just what it is but if we don't recognize the problem and the history of it i feel like we are all woefully unprepared to deal with any of this shit when it goes south that's 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 the feeling i left with now i didn't need to do the cool part of the museum which i will do next time and maybe i won't feel that way afterwards but the part i felt with the part i left with is god i wish people would stop being so afraid of this right and and i i had to i had to learn how to get there because for me uh it is heavy it's horrible it's painful it's you you know for a lot of black people you have to look back and reflect on your family and you know most of us of some age 
you know, you've had great aunts and great uncles and great grandmas and great papas. You know, some of them people lived in their hundreds. They would actually slaves themselves that when you were tiny, we used to tell you stories of this. You know, I still got family members alive today that can tell you Jim Crow laws. I still got family members that are alive today that were here in CMS system when it first got integrated. So it's just one of these things where when people hear that, people go, oh, that shit ain't today. That shit was, you know, people feel like Martin Luther King got killed, what, 50-something years ago? Like, it ain't been that long ago that we've actually been free. And I think people underestimate freedom. You know, people go, well, we're free. Actually, we're not, because if we were truly free, there'd be a lot of shit that we could do. If we were truly free, we wouldn't have to tell our children, uh, watch how you speak around the police, about what you wear, watch how you look, don't look them in the eye, yes, sir, no, sir. Like, you wouldn't have to do that if we were truly free. If we were truly free, you know, you could actually look at your children and tell them, baby, you could do anything you want to do. If we were truly free, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are not free we're free to an extent you know and that's why it's something that we always got to continue to fight we always got to continue to push we always got to continue to demand more because the second we quit demanding more is the second is we always go back that's what happened with with, when we did when we didn't select um hillary clinton all people all they did was like oh y'all didn't going to go forward so we're just gonna take you back you know, we're we going to strip all this progress, quote-unquote, that you thought you have. That's what we're going to do because the thing about whiteness, whiteness gets angry every time progress happens. Every time. Because the KKK first rose up during the Civil War and it died down. Do you know when it came back up? Civil fucking rights. And then it died down. And you know what? It's back again. Why I forgot them Black Lives Matter. It's a, progr- it's a process that keeps repeating itself and people constantly all across the board keep putting their faces in the fucking ground and ignoring the reality of this because it's not only you it's for your future your your kids future your family members future like this shit matters because we're all connected whether people want us to be or not we're literally all connected but the separation and the and the hatred and the and the the just wanting to stump us out is the problem and the thing is Black people got to care, but white people got to care, too. And like I said before, whenever they had the the showing of um, his casket, it made white people move. And when white people move, shit gets done in this country. Yeah, it's just, you know, like I said, I'm not interested in turning on other black people about it, but I hope people feel inspired to be like, you know what, dog? I'm going to go to the museum. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to read about our history. I'm going to read about the the way that you can trace the ultimate the ultra foundation crime of slavery in this country to why shit is still fucked up because without any without recognition that none none of the shit that people are talking none of it matters without a recognition and an understanding of that everybody's just railing against you know the machine and yelling but that condition has to be made whole first or else we nothing no substantive change can possibly be made and that's the one thing i and and i'm pessimistic i don't think it'll happen i don't think it'll happen in my lifetime i don't think it'll ever happen i don't think it'll ever be addressed in this country but if i know anything i know that's the only way to get a true solution everything else is just these these half measures but yeah affirmative action won't fix it uh um even uh free health care won't fix it arm uh giving uh police cameras won't fix it um aren't all black people going out and buying a gun won't fix it none of this everything's got to be a half measure because ultimately it would it would take 
um people paying back what they were what was stolen from us you know that financially that would take that would be the biggest closest thing we could get to some type of uh equality is some sort some sort of financial comeuppance for what was done to our people you know and that would be the closest we can get and even still that's not that's not true because like you still got these industries and these systems designed where if i spend this money it's still gonna go ultimately back to some white person's pocket but the point being it would take something like that you know but all this shit about you know you know all all these other things are kind of half measures but at least understand the problem i think that's important all right um what else uh so then okay so saturday we go to breakfast and went to breakfast with susan uh you guys might know her from uh the uh the uh commercials on uh movie trailer reviews mm-hmm. um, Susan Berry. My, yeah uh we also went to breakfast with mudro my man mud man mm-hmm. uh mudro from the d now uh but, but yeah we hung out with him justin and turk came and we just went to this i i literally just yelped like what's close for breakfast that's good and it was uh a place inside of a hotel named cabinets and it was just a it was a, just a hotel breakfast buffet but it was good though it was, it was good, good. It was they made, you can eat. yeah they made the omelets for you and all that shit so we ate that and uh um had a good time talking to them then i went back to the hotel laid down because i knew i would be resting until the show started because i wanted to be 100 for the show and at, at that morning i did eat so i felt kind of like cool i got some food on my stomach um then uh we get ready to go to rfd washington for the show and uh you know i i you know packed up my laptop and stuff I was just uh in my head thinking about all the shit that can go wrong you know that's what i do like oh what if <laughs> we get there and the music don't work what if uh <clears throat> even though me and chris talked about what the wi-fi is not working all that kind of shit you know what if it's too hot what if uh they run out of food what if you know all kinds of shit uh we get there a little early uh the uh the people were just at first just letting anybody in we had to be like hey dog if they yeah, not yeah i marched my ass up there like, hey, hey, hey don't be letting people come back here dog right so but but a couple people walked in i saw uh Raina april came in mm-hmm. she had promised to slap me uh to all the twitter because of the way i eat kit kats which i'm like really sis i thought we were supposed to be positive yeah but uh yeah she came through um and then uh, eventually you know showtime got there but we got to meet so many people that you know we saw deep palm again but you know i got to meet brandon from where's my 40 acres face to face for the yeah, first time even face. though i've known him for 15 years if not more via uh going all the way back to s-o-h-h mm-hmm. um ashley and- yeah we got to meet twan um, yes, you, you got to see Deidre again. Yep, uh, you know all the all Mike the, could make it. Yep, all the ladies that work with uh, movie trailer reviews, we got to um, we got yeah, to yeah. meet them. Uh, for you know, I already know Lashonda, but some of them for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we uh, so then the show starts. We go up there. Uh, me, Chris, Brandon, and Karen. We introduced the show for about 10, 15 minutes. We uh, introduced the world to our uh, hip-hop shared universe movie uh, <laughs> idea. Um, and then movie trailer reviews goes first. And then while they're up there, uh, a couple people come to me. I'm just sitting in the corner just 
double fisting drinks and water because everybody had something for us people was like here's some hair care products for your beard and your hair here's uh here, here, here's some food here's some uh here's some alcohol and i didn't even have nowhere to put all this stuff i was just like oh i'll put it in this bag okay i'll sit this right here uh and you know i'm trying to get everything my wi-fi stuff going for my computer and my tablet so that i can do the show um and every time roger sent me off i was gone forever yeah i asked karen because she just get me some water because or something cold to drink because i was very hot and karen just leaves and never comes back not on purpose yep uh which i told justin i was like i I knew that was gonna happen so and every time i come back came back with a gift yeah but not my drink uh anyway so okay so i was like it's cool you know i knew that was gonna happen uh because everybody want to take pictures and talk and stuff and i didn't want to big time anybody but i really was just focused on like the show halfway through that uh we through chris's show um with with jacks and all those people uh who also jacks met for the first time Mm. um they we we people pull us to the side and they're like hey the undefeated is here they want to interview y'all would y'all be okay with that and i'm like absolutely we'd be okay with the undefeated they black ass shit interviewing us so uh we got interviewed by the undefeated while the show was going on which is why i had to step outside for people that are like why are you outside and once i was out there i was like it's cool out here i'm staying like i was hot as fuck uh so and i had like a towel from the hotel but i had basically drenched that shit uh and i was still hot so what i started doing is uh taking uh the towel putting it in ice and then just rubbing it all over my body but uh yeah that helped cool me down a little bit and then uh where's my 40 acres went on after chris and them and uh you know we took pictures with some folks talked to wanga talked to april uh who you know she had some people had to go home some people can't all that stuff um white people just kept trying to go in our little section i was the bodyguard because i think it was like a long line of white folks and i would look at them like y'all don't belong here so i was like hey this is a private group she was like it is a yes ma'am it's closed because i mean like 15 i mean they and they were charging like mean girls i'm like hey you gonna walk in there and get shock of your life with that black ass shit woman you ain't paid no ticket either right i was like no get up out of here and the way the thing worked out was we get our money from the food and the drinks event essentially Mm -hmm. after paying this money for this deposit on the, the place and so you know and that's extra pressure on chris who was like super stressed out the whole weekend so many people were depending on him and i was like we gonna like listen these negroes are gonna drink and party and eat and have a good time and they did. we of course sold them out of chicken but chicken they had no chicken we were drinking all the alcohol down like they i don't think they was ready they wasn't ready they, sold they them out ready. of sold them out of chicken before movie trailer reviews was done right and you know and and they actually had a no whole nother part of the restaurant they were serving too and it was hilarious because i think they ran out while we was outside taking our pictures because one of the servers came back had to call a manager and was panicking like oh my gosh i don't know what to do <laughs> we sold them out of chicken one show into the four sh- the three show thing right one show now listen i know and i don't i understand they didn't want to be racist and be like it's negro kind let's order a whole lot of chicken for these niggas i understand like it's kind of a positive because it's like oh cool y'all are not racist so y'all didn't do some racist shit like i kind of relate to it it's like a person that went that loses against the race because that's too good of a person and like oh is, is it is it white and you're like what well, why would lamont 
lajavius johnson be white but okay here's my thing just be racist we needed the chicken that's what i'm saying you could have sold more money more money you could have made Ooh, more y'all money could've made, they could have made a killing if you would have just had unlimited chicken supplies y'all would have sold out of unlimited chicken that night but okay i digress anyway we get interviewed um eventually you know we go back in it's getting close to our turn to get on there and uh you guys heard the live show man it was amazing um to have the energy in that room to see so many people that were vibing and that get our stuff uh the fucking wi-fi was moving way too slow so i wasn't even able to like uh do my articles via my laptop so i had to use my phone but you know what we made it work um people got to play guest race live afterwards we did a q a for about 10 20 minutes with everybody then after that uh we took pictures with everybody that want to take pictures yeah some people didn't know a lot of people left but yeah we actually took okay. pictures afterwards i think they thought we were going in the other room, room to take pictures mm-hmm. and stuff i don't know but we took pictures with a lot of people that that kind of got us after we got off stage we had some good cookies by uh paul andre joseph oh, no cookies was we had uh, uh people bought us shots we finished the show with a shot of hennessy because of course hennessy never settled uh shit burnt my chest Ugh yeah and then uh what else do we do um we had the q a we took the pictures i got to meet my baby amber uh, yes! from black black sexy geeky and mental uh you know on the load me and amber talk probably almost every day like via uh and she looks direct message just on Facebook. like her pictures right she's beautiful hey um, she does she was everything or, or scrappy would say beautiful but i mean uh first of all a lot of our fans a lot of them people in that room was fine as fuck come on like the dc orgy afterwards would have been lit okay uh but we believe in safety so we didn't have condoms so we didn't have a dc orgy but if we would have had some next time we'll be prepared and everybody could go home and take a shower because it was hot but if we would have had some, but nah it was everybody was fine as fuck it was so uh dope to, to meet all those people but yeah we got i met, I got to meet amber p which is like uh that was you know big time on my list of like uh people i want to meet mm-hmm. um and uh you know and, and then that's the other thing you know we are a bunch of uh different types of people in the room man i, I got to meet um asa mm-hmm. um uh, uh sherry and uh rayshana uh oh wait it was the cooking the gooch people they was there but we they ain't come over and uh take a picture with us which i they was later they was like oh we should have took a picture i was like yes don't be afraid don't be a stranger i know i'm an introvert i know people think i'm standoffish i am that for one night a year i'm not yeah that's that one night like if we if we have an event i swear to god i told i I meant it unlimited hugs uh miss chris will grab my beard it's fine that night y'all can come come through please like i never ever ever want to be that dude who thinks they're fucking better than uh taking a picture with somebody or you know i had a lot of conversation like that's the other thing a lot of people will pull me to the side and just tell me about things and i'll like have a 10 20 minute conversation with somebody you know about just whatever they want to talk about because honestly i am i do like those conversations more than the listen everybody i'm holding court i'm the life of the party i'm not that kind of person what i am is the kind of person that if you want to talk to me about 
uh well this is what's going on when i started listening to y'all show and uh this is my girl and you know oh this is a picture of my kid like i don't mind that shit because to me it's like you know a smaller more intimate conversation but yeah i i wanted my goal was to take pictures with everybody anybody want to take a picture mm-hmm. i would never like force uh some shit on people so if people didn't want to take a picture I, i'm not gonna go over and be like hey you come take a picture because i you know i understand that feeling too not everybody want to be have put in the spotlight or whatever right. but uh yeah man you definitely come take that picture come tell me your name uh yeah, your please. twitter handle because some of y'all i don't know y'all real government and we got to meet be like Dr. oh it's jamal and i'm like jamal yeah we got to meet dr dostax yeah dr dostax talks nothing like what i think dr dostax is talking no about. like i was just like i was waiting on i was like who is this dude and he's like yeah it's me dr dostax i was like oh, oh shit yes, what up dog yes, like how does that slander come out of a man that talks like this you sound so refined and then i get your stuff and it's like kate man his neck is snapping like a bag of popcorn or something i'm like god damn like lebron james needs to fade away like his forehead haircut and i'm like jesus and then and then you talk to this dude he's got an equality shirt on that was super uh for the nike collection that was so cool and it was so many dope shirts oh so many dope shirts so many dope shirts we got to see a canuck duke canuck duke uh all the way from canada from canada uh wanga of course miss yes. smart was in the house um we got to meet mr span mr span was there that was his 37th birthday hey. he celebrated that shit with us uh you know like kind of celebrated it was i'm gonna be honest y'all after the after party was not lit for me okay <laughs> but, but we're getting to that so so we um so anyway we man we had such a good time and i'm hot and i'm sweating and i'm all this shit but i just wanted everybody to have a good time feel special tell take a pic tell us and and also if you didn't want to take a pic i understood and, and that that's fine if you just like i'm ready to go home that's cool if you just like i don't even really like this nigga i don't want to pick with him that's also cool i like i said it was i just wanted people to have a good time and i'm so glad it went off without a hitch everybody had such a good time nobody got in a fight nobody i don't see anybody on social media like afterwards like this motherfucker was acting like this like everybody was just like i had a good time and to look in that room and to see that crowd of all these different kinds of people together celebrating this one thing of these podcasts coming together and the energy in that room and the different the intergenerational uh, people like we had young people we had older people we had uh women we had men we had uh lgt lgbtq people we had so many people that just felt you know like your corporate like black black people you had your fucking uh hoodie blackity black people you had your fuck like everybody was just together for one night for four hours in the hot ass room uh next year will not be as hot and uh <laughs> they, they wasn't ready they, wasn't, they ready weren't ready for the body temperature the jump. sound dude gave some of the money back because he was a black dude and he was like i didn't know it was gonna be like this mm-hmm. uh jamie uh jamie hill had these um these like posters that he sold. that he had that um he sold out of these he was mm-hmm. selling them for like 15 each but like this had luke cage and misty knight uh, I took a picture of some of these, um, but he gave us uh, these three, um, and he also uh, had this one, uh, which yeah, is Lunella, Lunella and um, uh, uh, um, 
Deva Dinosaur? Not Deva No, Dinosaur. Lu- Lunella is, is Moon Girl. Moon Girl. But um, Riri, Riri oh. Williams, uh, who's Ironheart. Uh, and then um, my personal favorite, Dog. He made the fucking, the joke that we made on this show yeah. about House Jackson need to be Game of Thrones with a sigil for the Black Power Fist. He made the House Jackson approved Negro Con. Um, it's man listen yeah it, it, it was it and shout out to him and he sold out and he is selling them online so for those of you that didn't get one while you was there or for those of you that seen me post them online uh go uh do you have his information card uh i go get it hold on yeah karen oh wait it's in it in this oh wait no it's not in this yeah but um yeah, people gave us alcohol, man. I can't even keep up with all the shit that people did, man. Honestly, uh, uh, Natasha gave us like hair products for our beards and, and, and the Karen's uh, fro. Um, like, look at this. We got a big ass sangria bottle. I don't know when I'm gonna drink this. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm gonna drink it at some point. Um, okay yeah here we go jamie hill is uh jamie at zoodesignworks.com and the website is zoodesignworks.com but uh yeah get you a print dog um yeah even if you weren't there get you a print we got this uh somebody told us they were gonna bring us this afro head mm-hmm. uh age dark rum look at this look at this beautiful black shit man yeah every time i left i literally they were laughing at me but every time i left i was returning with something in my hand nobody was laughing at her guys we all we all understood we respected her um so yeah it was uh so good so then we go to the after like in the the main area afterwards and uh that was when karen decided to shut the bar down uh and i was ready to go home i'm not gonna lie guys i was tired as fuck i was exhausted i was so relieved that things went off without a hitch Mm -hmm. uh but i was ready to go like (laughs) my energy was gone i gave up everything in that room everything i had i gave up and left on that stage my arms are cramping my back was cramping uh people were talking to me and i was just i wasn't able to fully engage because like part of me was like i need to go and like everybody else had left chris was leaving brandon and them had left karen gets energized by people i get drained by people so you know i tried to get do all the polite things that you're you know you're supposed supposed to do in a relationship i didn't have my phone i made the eye contact i sent i sent her um the um i sent her the the letter the the text she she just she just willfully ignored me y'all she just didn't give a fuck she's like i don't care that you're not having a good time anymore it's all about me now um so she just uh said fuck you right and uh i was just stuck like chuck y'all <laughs> it was nothing i could do i had to just sit up there and just, she didn't i mean she knew not she didn't even look up she was purposely just like i'm not even looking at that <laughs> side of the room because then everybody's gonna realize that it's obvious that i'm ignoring my husband and, his, <laughs> and him wanting to go home because i'm just having too good a time and you guys know what i did I just sat there and waited. <laughs> That's what I did. What was I supposed to do? Start the scene or some shit? No. I'm I'm smart enough to know that uh when my goose is cooked. So I just <laughs> sat there and uh several black men cried in front of me. They talked about uh which I actually did feel 
um and i'm not even joking i did feel like uh proud of that that we created a space where uh niggas don't have to keep up their guards you know like right. mr spans uh was saying that like his mom Mama. passed at the same age that he just turned and mm-hmm. he was like you know emotional man and i'm like dude i i was you know i like i one i'm proud and happy to be here and celebrate this with you mm-hmm. um and i know that's a lot to process man you yeah, know yep. so uh you know chris had i think at the end chris had let a, a few go because i mean it was frustrating and him, yeah. such a relief because man like i don't think people understand the undertaking that this was for the fact that nobody did this before Mm-mm. if this shit would have went horribly it would have been like what the fuck was y'all niggas thinking of course that that didn't work out uh you know and then if anything goes wrong people looking at chris because he's the one that lives there the one that got the venue all this shit uh you know the one that invested his money into the place like uh so yeah man it it just it was uh it was uh amazing that we built that and that and I buy weed. When I say weed today, I'm talking about all those Where's My Forty Acres, uh, movie trade reviews, us. We built that air, that that situation where people could be comfortable like that. And uh I'm just so proud, man. I'm just so proud. I'm so happy to be a part of that. Uh, we definitely gonna do it again. Uh we, we me and Karen are planning to do some some stuff here in Charlotte yes, we are. for uh for our fans. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes you just need to know people really out there for you and they really uh believe in you and it was so important to do it with the people we did it with because i, I as i alluded to earlier it's a lot of people that you can tell a lot by about them by the fact that they don't kick it with the people they came in with right and they can't because they can't maintain friendships Mm-mm. they're never wrong they're always going in on somebody they never apologize they never forgive there's a lot of people that that's how they make their brand it was important to me and to karen that we are not like that Mm-mm. like there's people that we, you won't get along with there's people that will be wrong and you will be right and vice versa but one thing i don't want people to ever feel like yo we've apologized before when we fucked up yes we 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 have friendships that are real friendships that we came in this with and now it's seven ten 15 years later and we still kick it yes sir you know like if we changing did we change it for the better and we pulling people up with us um it, we're not just uh trying to win the woke olympics we're mm-hmm. not trying to just get be a brand by complaining we're not you know you don't see us on social media bad mouthing the people that we was uh taking selfies with the, the day before like we're not that those people yep. and it is it i didn't realize how much that meant to me until i was in that room with our friends with our real life like i'd never seen twan before in my life but that's my friend yes you know what i'm saying i never seen brandon before in my life that's my friend yeah never seen jacks before that's my friend and the thing about it y'all which 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 is put like this a lot of the people i'm seeing for the first time so with jacks i didn't know it was jacks because i was like hey how you doing i spoke to him then he started speaking and I was like, oh, how you doing? And then Roderick turned around. And Roger said, Roger was like, who this? I said, baby, it's Jax. And the same thing, Twan looks nothing like his voice. Yeah. Nothing like his voice. Uh, D-Palm was there. Uh, his parents came out. Brandon's parents came out. Like, <sighs> yeah, man, it, like I said, it was, it was just, it was so 
fucking beautiful it was and so, i'm so happy so many people got to participate and be a part of it and have a beautiful time yes and and it was literally enough people in the pot in the audience to do their own podcast because we talked about some more but i think uh three-fifths podcast was there black on black cinema was there and uh, you know Nerpocalypse eclipse some of the other like it was so many yeah cook, cooking good uh yeah. like i said whiskey wine moonshine it was just miss Martin, but she was represented um it was man it was, like i it, said it was beautiful i had a good time meeting everybody i had a good time speaking to everybody i had a good time i want to tell everybody thank you for the drinks that y'all bought me thank you for just being kind and sweet um and i know and there's one of these things but i know roger kind of joke about it but it's one of these things where sometimes i um i try my best to be such a positive person and i try my best to pull out my positivity on the mic because i know how it is to live that cubicle life or live where you, you kind of just want to shut everything off and just do your job and go home and i can personally speak for me i know when they was kind of going down you know here's brandon chris you and you know you joked about it but you was like you know we know who who the real star of the show is no i wasn't joking and when i said that shit the fucking audience let everybody know because i think um you know there's a there's certain shit that i just know it's because i'm a dude or whatever that that people will gravitate towards the way that i make certain jokes or they'll or they'll think i'm fucking being patronizing or being uh well he's just a good husband and that's why he says that but no karen is smarter than me uh the i the, we the fucking gpas prove it it's not really uh it's not she's a harder worker than me she's more consistent than me uh she's more disciplined than me her ideas are bigger and brighter than than mine uh when it comes to uh stuff she thinks outside of the box anybody that sat down and like literally talked to her about her plans and goals and things like yeah they're always blown away like what the fuck and they look at me like oh okay i just thought you was bullshit like but no i i meant every word of it um and i know this started show everybody <laughs> like i do all this i do all this preparation and shit uh every day for this fucking show i i get all these certain jokes i get the certain um you know i get i get uh articles and i'm fucking reading and, and listening and watching all this shit so we can do this show and karen literally just shows up is herself her personality is magnetic the things that uh you have to say um the the, the you being an avatar and speaking for people uh the passion and your voice and all that stuff i you can't fake that and you can't duplicate that no so um is you know i when i say that shit man i I, i'm not saying it to get applause or just to be funny i and i knew when i said that everybody was gonna go crazy because it's the truth i was like the real star of the show karen and everybody like whoa like because i was like that's who when karen goes to get a drink she can't get a drink because one nobody will let her buy a drink and nobody will fucking um i won't see her for 30 minutes because everybody gotta (laughs) take a picture and talk to her and all that shit that's why when it was time to go when i was ready to go i stayed that extra two hours or whatever feeling miserable because i was like i don't want to deny these people they caring time i know they came all the way out here for some extra caring time and that you know i'll get over it i'm gonna sleep like a rock tonight or whatever the fuck but um yeah so that's that's what i I mean it yeah and and i think for me that's when the reality of it kind of hit because it was it was overwhelming just to look out in the audience and hear people cheering but we were 
up uh but it lets let me know that you guys that was the audience's way of giving back the love that i give to them yep uh and here's that uh when i say we got some uh natural hair stuff nadia's uh naturals uh we got this for our beard and our hair like it's from natasha yeah from natasha uh man it's just crazy man it's it's crazy dog to be get this much love and this much appreciation and it's not like we like we walk into the i better get some alcohol like i don't even think about this shit i'll be thinking about to pay huh i have prepared to pay i took my wallet out like okay yes I'm go i tried to buy certain shit people was like no you this this free baby take it right. it was like that scene where they gave where that gay dude gave the banana to eddie murphy and beverly hills cop where it's like shh like what 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 is this what are you doing that i know that things cost money and you made this with your hard black labor and right. i would like to compensate you know right. like no 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 baby no just go ahead take it no so yeah man we blown away by the generosity man and more importantly just the type of people that are out there and making it such a good time for everybody you yes, know um go ahead and i'm glad to interact because people give me energy me and roger the opposites of that so i love the hugs i love interacting with people i you know i really enjoyed the conversations that i had with people like i was here for all of it wanga gave us a signed destiny's child um cd yes signed by beyonce in 1999 the year of our lord and savior beyonce yes sir um so i mean listen guys okay that's that's what i'm talking about when i say our fans are amazing right look at that shit look at that signed shit. by beyonce herself gotta get that frame mm, so everybody in the audience indirectly got blessed by beyonce just know this and the twins were born at the end of negro con which guys. was hilarious somebody the made announcement, announcement came at the, the end when we were getting off stage and, and i don't think it gets more blessed than that the whole crowd erupted the whole crowd you can't plan that one day a year beyonce is gonna have these babies it's one is a one in 365 day chance and the for it to be on the first ever negro con love after the black girl test the, the queen blessed us y'all come through so yeah man i we so excited the next day we had brunch with all the podcasters and people that uh you know panelists and all that stuff and uh, everybody was there and it was a fancy ass brunch yes <laughs> the brunch was fancy it was uh coco salah i believe was the name it was of it good. it was so it was once again i couldn't eat but i tried and i ate some of that steak like what i did eat was delicious mm-hmm. it was so good um and it was so fancy i know what a moose bruce was mm-hmm. at the time moose bouche mm-hmm. like a chocolate ball it was delicious right and, and uh, we had a good time and i had a great time because I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but all the country folks was down at one end of the table. Like, that whole table wasn't up but full of country folks. So we was just down there joking about the food and laughing about the food. Oh, I'm sorry. Joking about the food and laughing about the food. And just, I was just having a good time. And Twine's girl, her name is just my girl. And that was just hilarious. Just a running joke uh and so we got to have a really really good time we had mimosas and like i said i was here for all of it oh and shout out to um chris and uh phenom and i want to say lashonda for the beautiful pictures they took they took because their cameras was like the real fancy fancy 
cameras you can do all this fancy shit and they were beautiful honey they had me looking flames and they see i ain't even gonna lie uh i was here for so shout out to them for taking pictures doing all the events because you know we was so you know they were events we were eating and all that stuff so every time i cross pictures i just repost them and we have we've had a good time it has been enjoyable and uh on the uh what's that so we ate breakfast that morning and a lot of this stuff since we flew we justin and them bought a lot of stuff back back so when did you get like wednesday thursday uh whenever just you did the show mm-hmm. with justin wednesday morning yeah it's when uh he got the bulk of uh the items uh back because we didn't want to put them on the plane and it was a a lot of fun i think after we did breakfast we went back to the hotel and then we recorded with three guys on yep we went to uh we did three guys on we had um <laughs> sorry karen was, karen was just rambling i just had to let her go oh because you were eating no no this okay. is before i you know don't try to use no excuse she was just rambling it's fine well, a lot of stuff happened and you're very excited i was just li- sitting back listening it's fine but uh yeah i'll just <laughs> let you go on because i was like yeah i'll i'll get to what happened after anyway brunch was great <laughs> um ty diamond came there uh, he had a shirt on that had Chris's face on it the night before. That smiling Chris meme as a t-shirt. It was dope. Um, anyway, so we, uh, do three guys on at the hotel. Um, and if you guys should have listened to that already, it's a long, like three hour episode. Had a great time. Randolph and Andy were so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the conversation was all over the place. We talked about everything, literally and then um which was also a good outlet because we didn't get the podcast uh on current events and shit the whole time till that Mm -hmm. and that's really more my style yes having a couple people in the room having a good conversation then uh we got to meet professor lch and we went to we went to dinner with her um well we had some nachos in the hotel bar but the point being uh you know like we were supposed to just she was you know she's you know a social butterfly flighty introvert like myself so you know she had her exit strategy planned out in case things went wrong like oh we just have a drink for 10 minutes and it won't take long and she's everything y'all we had listen she we had such a good time she made us feel so welcomed and comfortable mm, it was uh, funny she kept saying y'all look so cute y'all so young like y'all look so young like she was just so nice i was like you know was, i i don't want to be inappropriate and be like girl look at you you bad you know right, what you talking mean, about i mean Mr. you young Charlemagne harris you know what i'm saying come to the dc orgy you know like but ah! uh we had you know we talked about all kinds of stuff uh in depth and you know podcast stuff and life stuff and uh the museum and everything and she was, was just wonderful she was like yeah it ain't gonna be long i was like oh, okay we will set there we should i think we shut the place down we was there for hours we had yeah. a great time yeah we like we we're like uh so yeah and then the next morning uh but anyway she was awesome i just yes, want to uh, and like we i love you baby Mwah. between her and amber p uh no offense to the rest of you niggas but that made my weekend alone like worth the trip everything else is a bonus and y'all were some good ass bonuses but them them my two babies okay um so then um we uh the next morning we leave to go to the uh, airport and we got up way too early because we were scared of the traffic so i was like y'all traffic don't make no fucking sense up there apparently even with traffic we was only like 20 minutes away from the airport supposedly 
my problem is when we told everybody that shit the day before they was like nope leave at 7 30 get there at 9 30 the plane don't take off till 10 30 like it was just a bunch of shit like that so i was like you know what i'll just rather get up early than too late and right. fuck up and miss our flight or anything with this traffic right uh so enough people um yeah i mean so susan came and got us the drivers to the hotel which is so nice of her mm-hmm. i mean to the airport because she didn't have to do that yeah that's but my we had wanted to Thank get you, up, baby yeah we had wanted to get up with her the night before but we ended up talking so long that it was like okay it's no point in doing it now it's it's a wrap for the night mm-hmm. anyway she comes <laughs> she laughed at us for being super country trying to get to the airport too early and then uh she was like y'all want something to eat and we were both like nah i don't think so no and you then, said nah okay i said nah but i said karen would probably want to get something to eat so um oh, yeah session. she took us to get something to eat and session. uh we uh we got we went to a little hole in the wall gr- greasy oh new shit session. oh okay let me i gotta do this hold on i, I, didn't, I didn't realize the session had ended. okay all right hold on and my headphones acting stupid this is ooh, this is janky um but yeah so we go to the um uh we go to the diner and I, it was like so old school like they had pictures of elvis on the wall and shit and the, the 1975 cowboys were on the wall and uh we go up in there we have a good time we eat with uh susan we um crack jokes um and uh oh hold on i need to refresh one more time i think i accidentally didn't turn my camera on but uh yeah give me one second uh refreshing now but yeah so we have this this great breakfast and uh we had the blackest ever conversation that's ever taken place in that that uh that place oh you muted oh you're not back on yet all right i'm back now there you go all right yeah so we had the blackest conversation ever that took place in that white ass diner over there and you know susan's just a font of knowledge and she's just telling telling us lawyer stuff and telling us about the local area Mm -hmm. because she's like from there and shit and uh you know we really enjoyed her and had such a good time and Mm -hmm. then we hit the plane and landed and got back here man and that's it because we got to wrap up and go to the ups store or else they go close and they got a hello fresh box in there and we won't get it to monday which means the food is spoiled so we will talk to you guys later until then uh we'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 a.m with my dad as the guest until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>